Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the greatest threesome since Jamie Noble, Nadia, and Billy Gunn. Yeah. That's right. It's time for the Cultaholic Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Starring myself, Mafu, Mr. Ross, and once again, Jack is the incredible Jack the Jobber. Hiya. As start guest starring, how are yes. you? I'm doing great, mate. Doing Good. great. It's been a crap week. Oh. Failed me driving test the second time. Oh, oh man. man. And how? First time I failed it, my fault completely. Mm. Completely take ownership of it. The second time it happened, I'm like, uh, we're driving along a little road, cars on either side parked, obviously there's oncoming traffic on the right. I'm like, all right, continue driving. And it uh, was a bit tight, admittedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, this is uh, one of those blokey things where you've actually left like scrapes down the side of many yeah, cars. Yeah, I, I think it so. It was fine, I made it through fine. Yeah, get that out. <laughs> Go on, lick your fingers, give it a wipe, you're all right. But about to end the instructor put their brakes on oh. to get their side and went that no, no no we're about to hit that car and I kind of went alright you say so and then we got there and got the end this is 25 minutes into it as well oh. and it was like yeah well I have to fail you I'm like what oh. I'm like there was loads of space gotta fit a jumbo jet there and uh, <laughs> no they disagreed so then I go alright I'm not gonna get mine at this I go to the gym blast me body take my mind off it Famous last words, because I end up doing outdoor, outdoor body conditioning. And in the very last set, the very last thing, doing side steps, going left and right, left and right, uh, rolled off my ankle. Oh, oh, oh. here we go. So Debbie took my mind and uh, body off Vic. So I was just there like, ah! You know, and the PT's like, oh my God, are you all right? I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's just my ankle. Got to stand up full again. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, maybe it is, you know. And they're like, can you get home? I'm like, well, I'm going to have to, aren't I? It's mm. like, so no one can pick you up? He goes, nah, no one likes us. And uh, yeah, so it's been great. How'd you get home? Toppled. Toppled. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Live. It's all right. It's all right. If I don't put any weight on it, I'll be okay. <laughs> well. It's all right. I'm like, thank God for those frozen peas I had. So oh. so it's still bad today. It'll get better, though, because it's, it's not bruising, so it's not broken. But mm. you know what? Those two things, though combined if one of those things had happened I'd be miserable but if you have two bad things happen within two hours of each other I'm like ah, ah, ah. Right, okay right. it's a life tax Matthew just look at it yes. that way I look at parking fines and stuff like that it's a life tax it just they just happen don't they pain is they weakness do. leaving the body yes <laughs> I've seen people wear a t-shirt that say that before, yeah, the, yeah. the driving instructor had that t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> but never mind me how are you Jack I'm a bit hungover, Matthew. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, went to the Anarchy Brewery, a wonderful venue. Uh, shout out to Al, who runs it. He's a fan of the channel as well. Uh, to watch my mate's band, Home Truths, and what a lovely band they are. And yeah, a nice little time. 
fun. I'm a bit hungover, but I'll we'll plow through. Ross, how are you? I'm not too bad. I've just got this song from Assembly in School pulsating through my head this morning. Do you want me to sing it? I'd like Join to Join in if you know the words. Wait. Shalom, shalom, may peace be with you throughout your days. In all that you do, may peace be with you. Shalom, shalom. That was lovely. That was true in my head this morning for some reason. I don't know why, but was I'm glad it's out there now. It's was gone. that your assembly song? We had we had many different assembly songs, but that was one of them on the rotation, yeah. <laughs> the rotation. headmaster on the desk. A pretty, pretty goomba. Something like that. Wow. Do you remember them ones? No, we didn't have those. We had very, like, we had like, and it's from the old I travel to the new. Keep me travelling along with you. One more step along the world I go. Ah, yeah. that's a classic. Like that's a, a bit classic. banger. She's been married seven times before. <laughs> but, no, I'm not. We only had the one I did that. Oh, I'll do it again. We gotta have teamwork, <laughs> working together. <laughs> we can get the job done right. It's all down to teamwork. <laughs> no need to first or fight. Get those, those really awkward notes when you're 11. That, that Michael rode his boat ashore one. Hallelujah. But I'd seen Ready to Rumble by the time I was in year five, so oh, I would yeah, sing yeah. the alternative words, uh, which cool. people may know. Um, should I do it? Is that, was it too early, young Jamie, to say this on the podcast? <laughs> oh, I don't know what it Wait, is. what are you saying? Michael found himself a whore. Oh, <laughs> no. a horse! Well, that's great. Well, <laughs> no, I think that's on the outtakes. Are ready to rumble when they're in the back of the van with all the nuns. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, oh. great film, ready to rumble. Wrestling news, though, we should set. We should uh, just say that we fully expect this podcast to go the full four hours this week. So if it has or if it hasn't, you know, we don't. What is to come? Who knows? There's that's the beauty of life, isn't it? There's been so much. You There's know what's going to throw it here. Life, eh? No. <laughs> it could be any one of the four songs in rotation at your school for assembly. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. Well, there's all news to do with a certain big, big, big star making his triumphant return after so many years, after teasing him for so long, it's been radio silent. Will he, won't he? And of course, we are referring to Alfred Molina in the Spider-Man trailer. He's back as Doc Ock. I, Yay! I forgot none of you get like watch that stuff. So I saw Spider Man, the one where he, he he shoots the thing at the the, the thing, and it, it's funny what he does yeah, with his hands. The Spider Man, that's, that's funny one. That one, it's got Chad Chad thingy and saliva doing the theme tune. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'm the same. You know, Chad Kroger Nickelback and his friend Saliva. <laughs> Our hero. <laughs> No, yeah. hero can say yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Doc, Doctor Octopus isn't even a good Spider-Man villain, so. I'm oh, is that what you meant by Doc Ock? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm more of a oh, the lingo, eh? the first lingo. name terms. I'm more of a Craven the Hunter guy, actually. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You crave the hunt. Yeah, and then is, is one of them just called Mysterio? Yeah, but not Ray, just yeah. Mysterio. Yes, With that, I mean, it would be good to have Jake Gyllenhaal playing the role of Ray Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the Green Ball? You're looking forward to the green ball. So what's going to happen to the green ball? I saw people saying, wow, the green ball's there. What could that mean? William Dafui coming back. That's it. Willem oh, Dafui. Willem oh, Dafui. Wait, the green goblin. Ah, yes. Oh, that's but, more my but there was speed. A, but there was a green ball there. And, people oh, like, oh, that and that is the green goblin's. Uh, How great would that be? Oh, no. Old <laughs> school like, Doc Ock. Oh, no. Do you know Will, what? Willem like, Dafui. And then 
saliva. Do you know what, right? Every, it seems like every week, Fraser puts a thing in Slack saying, does anyone want to come see the new Marvel film? How many, how many, how many, how many Marvel films are there recently? Yeah. What did he say this well, there's week? Been oh, you know, the, the um, actually, not very familiar with it. I'll find it. The martial arts one. Yeah, it sounded martial artsy. They tightly yeah. put in on Slack really, this week. Oh man, I'm going past really all your school. Tesco spam. Oh, I put a lot of Tesco emojis in the chat yesterday for the, the daily trip to Tesco, which is the big news. Uh, other news we should say, though, go and watch the punishment video we did with Andrew <sighs> Hodkinson taking a, our good friend Beryl slash Astolfo on a date, a romantic date at Coop Chicken House in Newcastle upon Tyne. If you want to know what Coop Chicken House looks like, go and watch that video because oh. we do some Rate My Takeaway-esque shooting of Coop Chicken House and it came out see, lovely. If you want to see what Mike, the man behind Coop Chicken, looks like, he's a he's a cool man. He narrowly missed out on my Hall of Fame nomination this week. Ooh. Narrowly yeah. missed out because he was fantastic in his yeah. role as waiter. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we know because me and Fraser and the, re- Fraser, sorry, and the rest of the uh, college crew went there before going to NCL. Did you? Mm. Also at Anarchy Brewery. Yes. Starring your mate. Great venue. Yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi. Yes. That's the film that Fraser's taking people to see. I'm not going. Uh, right, wrestling news probably wrestling news sorry that was only supposed to be a little one little joke but then I realised you have to explain it oh wait there's the button the reference button oh we've not used that for a while yes CM Punk the oh, king man. has returned I mean we'll elaborate on it more later on but what a what a moment yeah <laughs> well I'm just buzzing man yeah. it's just it's just I was sat watching it with Owen Owen's a little bit younger than me so he was even more excited because he would have been like four about four and punk was about and yeah it was just class to see him wasn't it it was the way they did it even Jim Cornette was saying they did it perfectly and I was like what's going on here that was the best thing about just how simplistic it was I was sat here on the podcast last week going oh they should drop hints in with people doing his moves all night long and nah it's just bollocks in it just wheel him out there let the crowd go radio rental and just have a great time while he's got little teases written on his shoes. Mm. Eh? Oh, what could AC mean, eh? Air conditioning? Yeah. yeah. Adam Cole? <laughs> what, also, I, I he had BW on this week. He did. Barry White? Oh. <laughs> That's it. I'm sick of colour personality. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're the first. Like, Yay! It's the only way to make CM Punk better, give him Barry White music. CM Soul. Instead. Oh. oh. Is Barry White Soul? He's anything he wants ah, to be. he is, yeah. He's, the, he's my everything. Just establish this. <laughs> Famously sung it. So yeah, CM Punk. We'll speak about it later in the Rampage of review. We There's been a lot of wrestling this week, as you'll, you'll see in a second, but uh, according to the company, SummerSlam was watched by a seven-figure global audience. That was a 55% increase on 2020's audience and a 29% increase on 2019. The pay-per-views air on Peacock, United States, blah, blah, blah. WWE has touted a sellout crowd of 51,326 for SummerSlam. Uh, although Ariel Hawani is now parroting these numbers, which is very he went, interesting. He went down in my estimations uh, when he tweeted that, he let me tell you. For entertainment purposes, man, Ariel. Yeah, so we'd just like to point out as Brits... Um, we had 80,000 the 92 in Wembley. Indoor, Matthew. That's what Ariel left off his first tweet. Oh. He forgot to put the word indoor because Wembley is an open That's stadia. Right. That's right. Mm. And there were actually people buying tickets there. Nothing mentioned about comps. Or blah, 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 blah. Also, uh, just saying. <laughs> We've only got one thing. If they get like 90,000 for SummerSlam 2022, I'll cry. <laughs> uh, Wrestling Inc. noted. A fan who wished to remain anonymous was asked to leave the Capitol Wrestling Center. 
because we believed they were tweeting live spoilers. And uh, there was then some other people going, yes, I was also ejected on Twitter um, because they were believed to be writing down what was going to be happening because they're doing pre-tapes. And they were moved for potentially being a dirt sheet writer. A <laughs> 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 journalist. This is a yeah. rag, brother. This is what that is. Hogan. Was it Hogan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is a rag. I was yeah. trying to think of the, the maybe the positive way to look at this for WWE's sake, because surely this is like a, a USA network thing. Because back in the day when NXT wasn't live but on the network, I can't remember reading reports of people getting ejected for, for no. tweeting spoilers. But now it must, be, it must be a USA network thing. Surely. Well, the umming and erring last week was that they've paid for live TV network, mm. and there was that little quote from a website, I can't remember, but it wasn't one of the big ones, so I'm sorry, saying, no, it was saying network have paid for a live show, not a tape show. So this combined with this, Woodley wanted to go, are they going to just tape it and pretend it's live? <laughs> one USA network going, hang on, I've just read on WrestleBollocks.net <laughs> that was going to, this isn't live at all, which would be funny if it happened. But it won't happen. Mm. Ilya Dragunov revealed he couldn't sleep following WNXT TakeOver 36. I wonder he, why. Yeah. Uh, probably because of the welts. I was going to say... His back uh, was hurting too much. Because yeah. he's used to the UK schedule, so it was very early for him. Yeah. It'd be very easy to sleep. Mm. God, that was bad. Well done, Matthew. <laughs> uh, Gangrel has made it the news this week wow. because, as we'll see later on, one of the greatest entrances wow. of all time returned on SmackDown and then properly on SummerSlam. Uh, Gangrel awkwardly was scheduled for an appearance on AEW Dynamite, mm. uh, coincidentally. How? And then cancelled. Why? Why? I don't Christian. know what he would have done. Christian. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot about Yeah, he's there. Yeah. And Kenny did drop the, the Edge reference as well, thinking, yeah, you think, oh, you you think you know me. Oh, you think you know me. Yeah. Oh, I'm guessing that. that's why, anyway. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I need help. And only one man could help me. Oh, yeah? Who's friends? Jungle Boy? Lucha. Wow. Oh, that would have been so good. <laughs> Jim Ross sharing property, property of White Wolf Inc. Gangrel. Would it have been good? Good would it have been? Like you said, yeah, it was good. Be, I think it might have been good. It Gangrel might have been Kenny good. Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An Impaler DDT. <laughs> Bang. The move that they all stole from him. The Impaler DDT. Oh, it would have been great. But then I think Gangrel, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah, maybe can I not appear in AW Dynamite? Um, Young Jamie, while we speak about this, can you just go on the Fangin' and Bangin' YouTube channel and just show me the shot? We'll speak about it. Don't worry about it. Don't. There's no pressure because there's a lot of things to take in on Gangrel's podcast in the background, which it just the shot of seeing Gangrel oh, okay. there with his fangs on. He was banging into the microphone, but in the back of shot, there's just a lot of stuff going on. And I just I, I shared it with the group. Shared it with the group here at Alcoholics Anonymous on uh, Slack yesterday. Said, just look at the back of his shot on his bangin', podcast. Bangin'. Go on the video about uh, AEW, please, Young Jamie. And then just, yeah, just have a look at the background because there's a lot of things to oh, take in as I continue to try and fill the fill the air. You're doing such please, a good job. Let me take over for you. Look at the, click in the there. Edge one. Please, <laughs> please click on videos. He's looking for it. It's not coming up. <laughs> YouTube it's the second one. The second one in. Just look at what's going on in this shot. Look, he's got oh, an oh, he's aggression CD in the background. Why is he on that? He's doing his entrance. It, yeah, because... Uh, he had nothing to do with that. No, but they all got them. I that's think cool. uh, got an old dirty for what the right. There's so much. I know going there's on. a lot to take in that here. That makes with our podcast room look like the lightest room ever. The Miz on Sen. I assume that might be drawing. part of his brood. I don't know what I'm saying here. Yeah, look at all the we've got pop, pop thingies. We've got Miz one there, is that with the glasses on? 
I don't know. A lot of things to take in there, isn't there? He's a scary man. I love how much he's into it. Yeah. 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 I it, always love Gangrel. This is a public invite to Gangrel if you want to come on straight to hell. Mm. Someone tweet Gangrel with this because I'll fail. I'll just make a mockery Would of myself. Would you, I think, right, because of the age that you are, I think you'd be quite nervous for Gangrel. Is he not a bit I've of got, a... I've got over my nerves now. I'm, for I'm, anyone. The last one... Uh, no, because Zoom helps a lot. Yeah, right, yeah. Having that wall there. They're just a little little fake person in a box. It's not even <laughs> a real human. They're not thinking about me at all. They're not thinking, oh, what a fat idiot. Oh, oh why the hell am I here? That's what I think, though, when I was sat there with, like, Melter and stuff. That's what I think. I think they, can, they think they think I'm really uncool. <laughs> and then I have to remind myself, well... They're rest- we're all uncool. We're all yeah. re- well. It's all wrestling. From, from their perspective, he's looking at you as money bags. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Use me <laughs> to promote your stuff. <laughs> Abuse me. No. Do it. I'm here for you. What's I'm giving on? my body to you. <laughs> Use my body to keep you alive. That's an edge thing. Any more news? Devon Dudley has revealed the guy who appeared in the background of this week's 24-7 oh, championship oh, skit man. on oh. Monday Night Raw <laughs> oh. was not supposed to be involved. Uh. A, a, a member of the public genuinely believed Reggie had stolen an ice cream truck. <laughs> Towards the end of the skit, a man could be seen in the background leaving a nearby camper van and chasing after the ice cream van. Topless? I yep. think he had dungaree, like braces on, didn't he, with no shirt? Does that mean me just no, I think he might have no, no, yeah. been. He was, it. He, was, he, was, yeah. he was going for a certain look. And by God, he pulled it off. Rap scene nice bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Devon Dudley said this week, we were outside on location and there was a camper there on the side. You can't really tell the person to leave. As we're doing it, Reggie jumps off the ice cream truck, does his flips, jumps at the truck and he starts to leave. The guy comes out the camper. He's got suspenders on and his belly is out. He's barefoot, has no teeth. It's phenomenal. He comes out screaming, what the hell are you doing? You can't do that. You can't steal that ice cream truck. Cameron Grant. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> He's running after the truck. You can't write this. Tazara and Truth continued their verbiage and what they were saying. We never said cut. We continued to roll until they were done. Once they were done, everyone fell out laughing. Everyone said, we have to put it on the show. Nothing's going to happen. But they redid it. And the take wasn't as good, so they just put the original one in. Uh, good. It's, he's framed perfectly as well because he's in between Truth and Tazawa when they're. <laughs> yeah. Was it Truth and Tazawa? Yeah, when they're yeah. shouting at each other. He's like in. I watched it with Fraser next. It's a natural. I watched it with Fraser because he sits next to me. And I was like, look, that's a pretty funny little touch they've put on there. And he was like, oh. We didn't have a clue that it was real. The best 24 7 segment they've done in years. Yeah. yeah. It was all live. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Ah. Let that be a lesson to you, World Wrestling Entertainment. Just do it like that forever. Just in different places with other humans. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Get members of the public. Get Reggie to shoot on them. <laughs> just it's brawl for all with Reggie doing flips on them. I'll just imagine, like, because Reggie, obviously, when he jumps down out the tree onto the top of the thing, there's a trampoline there. So what would, the guy can't have seen that part and thinking, oh, my God, this is a shoot robbery <laughs> after his trampoline bit. Or maybe it's just a well-placed plan. <laughs> I think... If he did see the, if he saw his other, his second one though, off the flip off the top of the ice cream van, in under the road, which I think was he just landed on the road. It was just yeah, an just amazing job. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, yeah. I think he must have seen that and thought, not only have I just witnessed a robbery, but a really like, impressive one as well. He must be like, wow, what a guy! Yeah. I've got to stop him. But but fair play. Because for, for an autograph. Because for out trying to ring up, got me the Spider Man. That was a bit of news. There's so much wrestling that's happened this week. Mm. We'll shove the rest in as it happens. Facebook would plug. 
Gangrel. Fangin' and bangin'. bangin'. Mm. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And in condescending order from last week, oh, the noble art of going to a wrestling show on the week that I went to a wrestling show for the first time in a year and a half, 22%. You deserve that. You deserve that. <laughs> yeah. Pandering. <laughs> I, was, I thought we'd be like, yes, Matthew, we agree. No, we don't agree, Matthew. Rest and shows suck live. Uh, the Noble Liquid of Gravy, 38%. Nice. But, of course, who are we trying to defeat here? Who are we kidding ourselves? Ross's SummerSlam Drip, 40%. Oh, man. It's a close one, but I'm honoured to sit here and say I have out... What's the word I'm looking for? Just outdone gravy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am better oh. than gravy. I'll be on my gravestone. Oh. Ross Tweddle. 1992 <laughs> until 2023. Oh, Jesus. Better than gravy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got no arguments from us, pal. I definitely said you'd probably taste better than that. It's a good drip. What, hey, what a good drip. <laughs> hey, if you want to go, Matthew, hey, just give us a call. Oh. Shalom. What is your pick this week? My pick needs some assistance from young Jamie so we can look at his lovely, lovely head. I sent you it yesterday, so don't moan. We're all prepared here, Richard. Don't worry. My pick is crying fan from CM Punk entrance because I saw some people having a go going, oh, he's crying. What a what an idiot. He's crying over a wrestler coming back. That added, that screenshot mm-hmm. there is he's reaching out. I'm going to start singing bloody Neil now. Neil Diamond. CM Punk. That didn't fit at all. But him doing that added so much I thought the entrance. Just that little, it was only on the screen for like two seconds maybe. But it's a, I know wrestling's not a sport. That's what I'm about to say. Makes sense in my head. It might not make sense in your head if you don't like actual sports. But you know, when you get invested in sports teams and people get invested in CM Punk like he is a sports team. Mm-hmm. He's more than just a wrestler, isn't it? Some people. Especially in Espe- Chicago. Yeah, especially from yeah. Chicago. So to see that, it just it was very relatable to a sports fan thinking, my God, because if Newcastle won the FA Cup or something like that, a trophy came oh. back to St. James's Park for the first time since 1969. Yeah. I'd be like him. Yeah. So I, I'm going to put him in the Hall of Fame because it was uh, it was a lovely moment that added so much to the entrance for me. Mm. This is also because of the... I didn't see any of it because I was too busy going, wow, this is great. But apparently, yeah, people were like, ha, ha. Yeah. It is just... It, it's this weird hatred of people showing with the ability to show emotion. I think it comes from a place of insecurity. Mm. I mean, there's a guy who admitted on the podcast very recently that he booed uh, John Cena's proposal, Nikki Bella. I can I can't see what you're having to go to someone like that. <laughs> 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 I paid my money. I watched an awful match. John Cena could have had that match that in his sleep. It wasn't even that bad. A match. It was rotten. No, it was fine. It wasn't that bad. What happened in it? Miz and Maurice versus Cena and Nikki. Yeah. Uh, they just—it was like a house show match, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. On the grand oh, okay, stage. Right. <laughs> Matthew wasn't that, but it was only a house show match at WrestleMania. <laughs> Who gives a toss about the wrestling? He proposed to the then, the then love, is it, love of his life. That that, that then person that, that, that then was all one. predetermined to be doing that reality show that was coming. Oh, oh here we go, man. <laughs> Look, I want to be optimistic. I do. But then life finds a way to be cynical. (laughs) Well, and they divorced on reality show as well, didn't they? Ah. How dare you? 
Pretty Huge convenient. pop from Matthew when the divorce went through. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, EC dub, EC dub. <laughs> that serves you right for taking up five minutes of WrestleMania 33 with your proposal. Uh, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't five It wasn't five. You're right, right. That man crying with emotion from the happiness of seeing one of his heroes return is exactly <laughs> the same as me being me with all the thousands booing seen as the proposal. But one of the things, the old, old wrestling clips that still get referenced nowadays is the man at the uh, NWA old school, well, some old school thing with Funk and Cornette thing. And he's like, thank you for being said what needs to be said. It's still real to me, damn it. That guy is still getting jokes and stuff. And I've never really gotten why he's people making fun of him. Like, I thought it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's still real to me. And be like, ah, oh, silly man thinks wrestling still like no because it's that's cool not, does to it be legitimately because it's it, cool to be a smart yeah no, i think if it's not for people like him and for the the crying cm punk dude what's the point yeah it's just so weird ha ha look at this man showing emotion at wrestling event brb watching every wrestling show <laughs> right. this week <laughs> <laughs> frowning and squinting like i don't get it Some i still times. enjoy even me mr bodge still loves watching wrestling yeah the bits I like, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously more on that later on. But there's still a lot for me to love and get behind and go, no, I like that. And and this week there's been quite a lot of that as well. Yeah, yeah. There's been some bad stuff as well, but you know we'll talk about it. All. But yeah, yeah, no, I fully agree. Sorry, I got a bit soapboxy there, but I that's fully fine. agree it's, with it's, that. You know, we're here to see great minds battle yeah. it out. Yeah, well, that's what we're here for. We're not here for a passive wanky podcast, are we? We're all friends. Let's disagree more. Let's fight more. You know what? I've never liked crying CM Punk fan. <laughs> he stinks and I don't like him. So second place was Jack. Yeah, well, I was, I was going to nominate the production truck when they're doing the whole camera one, camera two, camera ten, beautiful rock and roll, baby, camera, camera seven. And then when he jumps into the crowd, they all go, yeah, we caught it. It's just it goes to show like how much effort and, and teamwork goes into producing a, a televised wrestling show. Like, we did it on a smaller scale, and I can't imagine how much more complicated even, because that felt complicated enough. And, um, I mean, Sam's the man who, he knows more than I do about that side of things. But it, it just, it went to show that even for the simplest segment, a man walk into the ring, there's so much that went into it. So it was going to be that, but then I'm going to actually nominate my little night out last night. So, <laughs> a nice time. Ah, ah. Yeah, the band were fun. My <laughs> little night out is out. Little, yeah, yeah, my little, Jack's little night out. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Richard's cracked up. Why are you shaking your head at me? It's good because Richard is a man of the production. Oh, Richard! Richard is. <laughs> 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 I'm crying, CM Punk guy, and Richard's the the trolls online. because <laughs> ah. Richard has nothing but big nights out. You see, ah, yeah, he goes harder. He goes home. No, a little night out, four pints. It was more than enough for me. I woke up slightly like, oh dear me, and <laughs> it's when you get past 25. I'm telling you, mm. when you get past, if there's anyone under 25. Watching the podcast, savor your what's the word we're looking for here? Youth, youth, your your, your potency your, to the alcohol. Savor your bounce back ability. Yeah, yeah. Are we encouraging youngins to drink? Drink during the week, <laughs> up yeah. until the age of twenty five. During during lunch breaks, do you it can. while you can. You might as well in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. In front mm. of your boss, show dominance. <laughs> oh, Jack, tell us about your 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 real life in between his episode. <laughs> what? what? You hey, I must have had four pints last so, night. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, just the four for me last night. <laughs> um, yeah, the band were good. Home Truths, check them out. Lovely band, lovely lovely bassist. He's my friend, so I've got to say that. Um, and at the end, everyone was going, one more song, one more song. And James, the frontman, went, we've literally played all of our songs. So he said, do, do you want us to do, do another one again? And I shouted for my favorite song of theirs, February. 
which is a lovely song. My girlfriend went, soundtrack, and was shouting over me because one of the songs called Soundtrack, and she wanted that one instead. And even the front man heard her and went, soundtrack. He didn't want to do the one she said, right? They did February, and after the gig, she accused me of being the patriarchy and silencing her with my male voice to get the song I wanted to play instead. So my little night out with a dash of sexism at the end there. It's awkward for a band, like, oh, what song do you want to be? The really easy one? Well, that apparently... <laughs> Sing out the really hard one. Uh, the easy one! Apparently, soundtrack has a lot of high notes in it, and apparently uh. he's, he's relieved when they've done it. So when she shouted for that one again, he was like, no, no, don't want to do that. So I just got them to play the fun one. And, and everyone loved it. And as the song was going on, I kept turning to her and going, look at all the fun. And she was staring daggers at me. Oh. No, it, no, it was, a jo- it was jokey daggers. J- jaggers. jaggers. Anyway, fun little night. Jagger. <laughs> Fraser was there. Sam was there. Oh, oh Fraser gets around. Oh, I. Oh, I. Oh, 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 no. oh. oh, he sleeps in everyone's beds, doesn't he? <laughs> hey. He's got his fingers oh. in many beds. <laughs> My little night. You know what? I like that version of Jack's it. Jack's yes. little night out. Yes. And just before anyone gets concerned, it wasn't when I say a, a punk gig. It wasn't like it wasn't like rammed. There was space to stand comfortably. I was socially distanced. I know it was not the regulations anymore, but I still want to be a bit safe for now. So it was good. Fun time was had by all. Good, Jack's little night out. My little night out, and also an honourable mention to the production team of AW Rampage. Yes, yes. Shout out to the, the good wrestling this week. Mine. It can only be a. Uh, a continuship of what happened last week where, because you just throw stuff at me. I don't follow everything that happens at Cultaholic because you've got so much stuff going on, so much content for one man to take. And so you're explaining casually, by the way, uh, we've got the punishment video sorted out and uh, one of the members here is going to be taking an anime body pillow out. So first of all, whenever you bring up something that's weird and odd to you, like body pillows, or I don't know, leather pups that you decided to tweet out this week because of a certain wrestler. <laughs> all I'm regret, thinking of, I regret that straight yeah. away. <laughs> I'm looking at that. It's, like, it's always funny because I always know people who are into the things that you're talking about and joking, but I keep your mouth shut. And then you're like, and even worse, Matthew, oh, it's ruined because it's ambiguously gendered. So now it's like, it's just so well, no, I didn't, say, I didn't say that. I just said, oh, just on, the, on, the, on the video, we, we wrongly said it was a girl because to us, it looks like a girl who aren't fans of anime. Everyone in the office agreed it like a girl, so we called it Beryl, thinking, oh, it'd be funny to give it a traditional oh, British like name. Um, but then, the, as soon as oh, the video no. went live, first comment, all the comments were like, "You know that's a girl, right?" And we're like, "Oh well, we'll learn oh, it's boy. a girl. It's a boy. Well, a, a boy, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, called a Stolfo. So sorry to all, sorry to a Stolfo first and foremost. But that doesn't mean that Andrew can't take him on a date. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why, why people found an issue with that. How yeah, kill us again. <laughs> Just these, 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 everything, everything in this. So then I had to watch it. Had to. And then I'm watching this, and it's the most awkward second-hand feeling of embarrassment I've seen since Adam Sandler's Uncut Gems. <laughs> I was so on the edge watching this. As he gets on the Metro. There was a tension to it. Yeah, it was like so Hitchcock. much tension. <laughs> That's great. It's, it's a fantastic... boy pillow. A fantastic game of roulette, that Metro, because it, oh. the, the, the people around him... It was quite favourable. There was two two lasses. There was a young lad. There was another young lad, and there was a like an old couple on a different shot that we uh, that we did. Um, but if another carriage, it could have been filled with alcoholics or or needle users or anything. Like that. It could have been. It could have been. It could have been a lot more dicey. It could have been. It could have been filled with like bad boy MCs. And you don't want that. Would it be on the metro? Get off the. If he'd been told to get off the metro now, 
that would have been a bad time. It could have Andrew, been, it, Andrew looked at his partner because I'm getting up. It could have been like that scene from Joker if he'd gone, like, if there was people travelling from RGS. Uh, you know what I mean? On the Joker where he kills them all after they the beat him up. What's wrong with that? I was RGS? expecting them to react. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't take the bait. Um, oh, God. So the only thing that got me through it was me realising, wait, he's on the Metro from Sandyford? Did he get on it at Manners? It was a massive journey from Manners to Monuments. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was only two stops. And then and that being killed is one it's stop, a 20 one minute stop. walk. One no, stop. Two, two metros we got, so. Oh, you had a change? You would have had a change? Yeah, a change, yeah. Oh. So we got two. Uh, he got two metros. Oh, did you go to. You went. You changed. This is really boring for anyone. Change the monument. Go to Central. Yeah. Yeah. You could have walked that. For, yeah. For it's easily. amazing because obviously, yeah, you need it for the shot. And him doing the metro is way funnier than going on well, the no, street. It's, it's Andrew's journey from home. So Why did he? Got, he... Andrew lives. I'm not going to say where he lives. But he lives on the outskirts of Newcastle. So it was the metro to where he met the cameraman. I'm not going to yeah, name yeah. the cameraman. And the cameraman and him got the metro from uh, Monument. To, uh, sorry, um, Manners to Monument and then Monument to. Yeah, I, I mean it's a short war. Yeah, <laughs> but Andrew's on that metro for a fair whack because he lives on the outskirts of Newcastle. So also, oh, he didn't need to when he got off at Central. You don't need to go through the train station to get out of Central Station metro. Do you not? You can just no, you can come out on the street. Yeah, oh. and I saw him walking through the quite busy train station. I was like, oh, they've made. Don't forget, this is a punishment video. I know, I know, it's a punishment, punishment video. He put, Everything he looked that. great. He I was, looked dashing. I th- I, I'm quite ashamed by the video. I thought he, he seemed to be having quite a nice time. It's <laughs> not, yeah. not in the, in the spirit of the punishment. I mean, once he got the chicken coop, it was fantastic. But I like the fact that he walked past and there's some little kid goes, I watched that YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, well done. The parents look kid. around, see the anime body pillow and go, not anymore, son. If I see him, I turn it off. Uh, so, yeah, then he had the meal and he's like, oh, what a nice meal. And just leaves. Gets falafel. That was the, falafel. The, the the cruel thing. We sent a vegan to a chicken shop. <laughs> oh, he's vegan. Yeah. Vegan. Oh, so I'm sure. Falafel. I'm sure their vegan options are also. Oh delicious. yeah, the, the vegan options weren't like just specially put on for us. If you are a vegan, mm. go to Coop Chicken House. All the same, you still get the lovely sauces and whatnot. And... Mm. Oh god. Anyway, it killed us. Well done, you lot. Because obviously, you make a. I had nothing to do. It's been out of Jack. Oh, Jack yeah. Ross is there. Give I laid out. The, I'm not gonna, I laid out the plans because Andrew yeah. lost. Um, but uh, I'm not going to name the cameraman. They might get second hand, second hand embarrassment as well. But it was <sighs> a, a cameraman and Andrew who were out there together in the the wild west of Newcastle upon Tyne. <laughs> the wild, the wild east and central of Newcastle upon Tyne. Shout outs to you know that that long, long term metro and the needle, needle users. <laughs> Obviously made life easier for him. I never yes. thought of it like the Metro is a game of roulette. Oh, no, I mean oh, you are right. That's why I saw I was like, oh god, this could be anything. I heard last night on my little night out that you know the famous get off the metro yeah, yeah. now. There's there was a video out there that went viral of a, of a young scallywag telling a man he disagreed with to get off the metro, and he's outside the metro, and he to get to this man inside the metro, he tries to headbutt his way through the glass, and it doesn't work favorably. <laughs> then his mate spits on it. To try and spit on the man inside the metro doesn't work again. Everyone's just filming and laughing, right? Apparently that lad's in a better place now, which is nice to hear. And apparently he signed five limited edition like copies of it or something and made money from it, uh, from telling a man to get off the metro. The copies of what? He's doing NFTs? No, I think it was a physical like something. I sign in something, maybe a picture like of a it. Like a print or screen? Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. I okay. can't remember what it was, but I think it was a physical thing. So, yeah. I might get one of them. Well, it was limited edition. Oh, yep. all right. Yep. eBay. Young Jamie, do you know how? Do you know where Andrew lives? I'm not going to say where he lives on camera. Begins with a J. 
quite posh, oh, right? Oh. <laughs> uh, how, how far in terms of minutes? Because you're more experienced on the Metro than I. How far is that to manners? Ah, not that. Uh, uh, not too bad. Ten? Well, you've got to... Because I said Andrew... Because Andrew arrived in the office with... <laughs> With this horrible shirt on. It was disgusting. So I sent him packing back home to get a suit on. Treat Beryl with some respect, God damn yep. it. Uh, so he had to go home, and then he got on the metro with Beryl from his home. The J. So that's it. How, how, what, what would you say? Just ballpark it. Ballpark it. So I think we're, we're underselling what Andrew actually went through here. Say he was on the metro for like, oh, he's on for a little period of time. No, no, no. He, he, that's he, what he, cracked me up. So I thought he did it from Sandyford to town. Oh, no, so he, that was funny to me. He met like, the cameraman. Oh. It's that, yeah, that yeah, first yeah. shot oh. we've seen across the, across the station. That's where the cameraman So, so it was actually a longer journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. From, then. He'd have gone right, from right. J, where he lives, yeah. to Manor's. To Monument, had to wait a bit at Monument, yeah. then got the Metro to Central. Yeah, oh, okay, that's, that's actually yeah. a substantial... Now, I think journey. that might that's actually fine. be less cruel because you can walk from Monument to Central quite easily, but you yeah. have to go through the busiest part of town the to do so with town, an anime yeah. body pillow. Anyway, what, what? Anyway, rather than keep on going about this, that is my pick. Just crap on the punishment video that we did, last. No, he didn't. Could have been better. No. What? How so? <laughs> you just said it would have been more embarrassing if he didn't get the metro. Oh, I, see. Oh, I thought you were saying Matthew was crapping on it. Oh, me? No, 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 I'm loving it. I'm trying to present it at the microphone, but also sorry. look at you at the same time. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. It was a very good video. <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. There were groans of groans of embarrassment when Ross gave us a special premiere of it in the office before it went out. Oh. Um, especially when he wipes the sauce, tries to wipe it off the pillow's face and makes it worse. And we were just like, no. But yeah, good video, man. Lovely busy restaurant as well. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Nobody said anything, though, which I think speaks volumes of what a lovely city Newcastle is. Not one person went, what are you doing, you creep? Like <laughs> Everyone was just like, oh, fair enough. He's on his date with his body pillow. Fair enough. Crack on. We are used to seeing people like that, I guess. <laughs> what if you start to trend? What if because of him, people go, oh, finally, and start bringing their, polo- their body do you, pillows? Do you know how hard pillows. it was to get attention when dressed as Scott Steiner shouting outside King's Cross? It's hard to make the English public interact yeah. because they just want to furiously get on with their day, which yeah. I respect fully, by the way. If you do it in America, there'd be people volunteering themselves to join in. Yeah. But over here, you've got to ring every, ring out the awkwardness. We have, we have a freak detector, I think, <laughs> built in. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. So uh, anyway, rather than dawdle about this, dawdle. those are sorry, those are the picks this week. We we'll recap them. Crying CM Punk. Should we say emotional CM Punk fan? Emotional CM Punk. Yeah, fan, emotional yeah, CM Punk fan. Jack's little night out, <laughs> and uh, Andrew X Beryl. Those are the three picks, and those three picks can be voted at patreon.com forward slash coldaholic. Go vote, please. Yes. Yeah. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah. Come on. Time to crack open the bubbly. Come on. Seven, this week in wrestling. Seven shows this week to go through. Come on. Go on. Kicking things off. Oh, last Serves you right for drinking sparkly water in the first place. Oh, they're both here. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> they're all here. I've got tap water. Yeah! Get out of the way, monster. This isn't about monster. No, hang you on. take monster no, and you put it away. No, what have I done? No, there's been seven shows. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you know what? Yeah. There's enough. There's enough. I'll drink my stone cold spalling water. <laughs> Smackdown. I'm going to skip this one, to be honest with you. Uh, Edge opens the show saying that Seth Rollins has driven him to a place where his blood runs black. What could he mean? And then later on, Rollins comes out in a white suit, always a good sign, to mock Edge. Suddenly, the brood theme begins to play. 
Going to get the intro of it. Edge appears in the Tron and tells Seth he'll never see it coming. Black goo falls from the ceiling and covers Rollins. No, it's not blood. Why would you say it's blood? No, PG, yeah. PG. It's He's a viscous him. substance. He's giving him a brood bath. Hashtag brood bath. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I thought Edge's promo at the start was fantastic. His psychotic facials have only gotten better with age. I feel I feel like I would be safe in Edge's family. You know what I mean? If Edge was my protector, my father figure, my the head of my table, I'd feel safe. Would you not? Yeah. Yes. And Edge, uh, Rollins' promo I thought was brilliant, where he's like, now you've had Edge, but now you've got me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should present. If anything, if anything goes wrong with the wrestling, Seth Rollins, go and present children's TV. That's my, my <laughs> oh, advice. he'd be great, yeah, wouldn't he'd be he? fantastic. But it is was with Seth Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to you. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the fact that this is proof of the reason why Edge is doing so good. Lately, it's not due to doing some yoga or stretching or surgeries. It's the fact that he has black blood. He is a robot. He's officially an animal. We can exclusively reveal. Is it like oil, is it? Yes. The Tin Man from that's, Wizard of Oz. That's Yes, there we go. <laughs> Oldest reference we've had so far on the podcast. Yes, that's he's right. A, he, that a, was actually blood, but that's what it is now. He's not a robot, he's a vampire. He's a robot vampire. Wow, how cool would that be? <laughs> What was that god-awful film that James Corden was in about 10 years ago? Vampire, lesbian killers. Lesbian vampire killers. What on earth is that about James Corden, you piece of trash? (laughs) Yeah. What's Rollins' look like, though, eh? He had a white suit on. What are the chances? Just gets covered in viscous black stuff from the sky. Mm. His fellow Age of the Fall tag partner did that in Ring of Honor where he got one of the Briscoes up after a ladder match. Jimmy up, And he was just like, wearing his lovely white suit. J, J uh, viscous substance falling on top of him. Oh, it was a good look. Oh. But this was treated like it was like, it's so funny when it's like, you'll never see it coming. <laughs> and then it happened. I'm like, see? Did you expect it to come, did you? Expect- I, mean, it, I thought if you say, you'll never see it coming, you'd be like, you should fade away. And everyone's like, oh, well, I guess not. And then it There should have been a beat. Yeah. Oh, okay. But- I don't mean a beat as in a Hard beat shouldn't beat. have dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Dominic Mysterio is all fired up for his dad's match with Jey Uso, but Ray tries to calm him down. Calm down, Dom. Dom ends up getting ejected and costing Ray the match. Dom's getting cocky. Dom's getting cocky. They were cutting the promo at the start just before the match. He was like, I won last week. I mean, we won last week. So they're doing the slow, slow burn on the turn of Ray and Derm. Oh, (laughs) good. Good. I think that Dom is being set up to turn on Ray, mm. which I don't know how it's going to work for Dom. It's, it, it seems to me like it's going to be hard to hate Dom. He's just too too much of a child. I think people are going to hate him because he's, he's not, a child. Because he's not as cool <laughs> as Hook. And they're going to compare oh, yeah. him to Hook in their brains and then go, prefer Hook, really. Apparently, I was reading on the news, I don't know which site was reporting it, but uh, apparently Ray is resisting this angle playing out. That's why it's taking a bit longer than it may be. Should be. Mm. It felt like after this, and then how what happened in the match with the, there was the call back to Money in the Bank with Dom trying to do the the legs this time, but getting caught, and then the, that all going tits up. Uh, it felt like it was going to happen at SummerSlam, but obviously it didn't. We'll get onto that a bit later on. But it, I don't know. Ray's 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 playing hard to get for this angle. I d- I don't want to do it. Bless you. Thank you. I don't want to do it. Ray, yeah. Weird voice. Get on. Get it out. Go on. I don't want. Yeah. It's just hanging about. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to do elephant. that. Elephant. Just keep saying elephant, it goes away. Elephant, elephant, elephant. Works like a treat every single time. Thank you. All right. 
Take that fourth in your life. Baron Corbin beats <laughs> Kevin Owens via DQ when Big E interferes, trying to get his briefcase back. Corbin escapes, though. More on that later. Shorty and Knox have another non-title match against Tamina and Natalia and again beat them. How many times what more do, they need do to these do? lasses have to beat these yeah. other lasses to get a title shot? I was going to say, between that, uh, Otis beating Montez Ford in a few minutes and Nakamura and Boogs and stuff, we could probably say what happened last week and see if anyone notices. Did, uh, Boogs got a pinfall. That's mm. different. Boog's got a pin. It was a debut match, I think, on SmackDown. Okay, he yeah, was doing enough. amateur wrestling maneuvers while playing humans like a guitar. Mm. Don't you dare skip over Rick Boogs. I will not skip I over have to, You have to Boogs. say it like every single time. You do, don't yeah. you? Anyway, yeah. Eminem be Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. And this is his in-ring SmackDown debut. Was this last time he wrestled NXT? Probably. Probably, yeah. Years ago. And he gets the win for his team, pinning Apollo. Thanks mm, for coming, pal. The push is over. It's over, yeah. yeah. It's nice to see them let Aziz take his coat off so he can actually do some Ooh. wrestling maneuvers and not <laughs> yeah. get like sort of his arms trapped like this. Yeah. <laughs> heavy shoulder pack like of T-Rex. Did <laughs> <laughs> yeah. lovely sidewalk slam, so he did to big Aziz, but mm. um, yeah. I think you have to do a sidewalk slam if you're above 6'10". Shout mm. out to Natty as well, because uh, Pat made note on commentary during her match that she's got steel rods in her ankle. So I'm asking how she back wrestling already because it was only a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Oh, so we can exclusively reveal that she's a half android as well. <laughs> yeah. All those Canadians with their black blood. More pins than an ATM machine. Hey. <laughs> Banker Belair wants to face both Zelina Vega and Carmella tonight, despite the risk this poses ahead of her. <laughs> why, why, why was this a thing? Right. I that Sasha couldn't be there for obvious, obvious oh, reasons. Well, more I, I was convinced that they were going to team up and like injure Bianca so she couldn't compete at SummerSlam. But she just beat them both with ease. It just continues the trend of making babby faces in the World Wrestling Federation look stupid and naive. Mm. While the, the boss, Sasha Banks, in kayfabe terms, has got the night off before the pay-per-view. Oh. I mean, yeah, she beat both of them quite easily. I mean, yeah. They're, they're not... Ah, oh, but she still wrestled two matches and Sasha did, did, did not, did diddly squat. Made sense yeah. in the fabe, but we were like, we were all a bit it's suspicious. Dirty. Dirty. Oh, I thought I made Banker look really strong it did and make ready it. for oh. anything that would happen at SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the main event segment, Roman Reigns and John Cena have another showdown. Heyman says that nobody has ever beaten this version of Roman Reigns. Cena reiterates that all it takes is one pinfall. He's loving that one, two, three thing. I don't know. It, it, it's weird, isn't well, it? He came up I with guess it, it makes sense in his head. I but... think he came up with it on the fly and was so impressed himself that he kept doing it. Although maybe he didn't come up with it on the fly because then they structured the match around it. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they structured the, uh, struck the match around him pinning him. Cena wrestled like a member of CC. He wrestled like Chris Brooks, just going for roll-ups constantly. Yeah. Heel Chris Brooks. Not bad, bad not, guy Chris Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Roman says if he doesn't win at SummerSlam, he'll leave WWE. I wish they didn't do that. I'm, I also it gave It gave it away big time. Why would Roman ever leave the wrestling? Eh? Why would they let him leave the wrestling? But why would he ever leave the wrestling? Yeah. It's very Young Bucks versus FDR. Like, ah, yeah. oh, you didn't need to add that. Yeah. Mm. I did like the bit of the promo where he was like, go on then, crowd, pop. And everyone did. He's like, ha ha, you did it. You're you, all you crap. dicks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They shake hands and Roman scoops Cena up for an AA, but Cena rolls him up for a visual three count. Was it a three? It, no, it was. It's just Cole started counting at the wrong time because apparently it's it's really hard calling wrestling after 30 years of experience. Oh! Um, it is hard calling wrestling. <laughs> no, it is, yeah. Sorry. You know, that was both cynical and true at the same time. Yeah. It's really hard. But it's just that he's had a few weird ones this year. Cole. They were really struggling to get over 
the start line uh, for the SummerSlam build, I thought, with that, those two lads. They were really struggling for ideas. It, was, it wasn't a good build for me, Cena versus Reigns. It was all right until Cena started talking more. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to talk about the, the failed push and the momentum. And it's like, what? There's only so what many... level of this are we supposed to be watching on? Like, There's yeah. Only, only so many times you can bank on, oh my God, he shouldn't be saying that on the television before it sort of loses its effect. Yeah. And that lost its effect a couple of weeks ago for mm. me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all over the place, like spag ball. It's nice to see John though. Nice to see him. To see him nice. Hope he comes back again soon. Yes. Mm. He won't though, because he said in the promo, didn't he? He's going to be, he's not going to be around till WrestleMania. What was this, the yeah. town he said? Whatever town he said, wherever WrestleMania yeah, is next whatever. year, that's America. what he said. America. Is it in LA? Dallas. Oh, is it Dallas then Dallas. Oh, right. Okay. Dallas. Yeah. That's Dallas. I like Cena just doing the Jericho, thank you. Jer- uh, Cena just doing the Jericho thing of, yeah, I'm coming back, but you know, at the big shows, mm. oh, I'll definitely be there for, you know, Unforgiven. AEW <laughs> Rampage, the first dance. So we didn't get serious, as in the theme of the last dance Chicago Bulls thing they played it before apparently they played it to hype the crowd that's one of those themes mm. oh, it gets you going doesn't it put yourself in a dark room and just start playing that you want to punch everyone don't you I don't know why it has to be a dark room <laughs> that's just me there's certain songs you play in a dark room where it makes you feel all cosy yeah. Yeah. Stuntman by Kasabian is one of those songs for me Stuntman uh, do you know the, the one, one what's the one you know the one off Breaking Bad by TV on the radio when he's stay out of my territory, it builds very slowly. Yeah. And then it's like, bang! I sound like you were singing the theme to the Lampies. Well, no, it gets more intense. Na na na, you know the Lampies? Nah, how's it go? Na 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 na, where the Lampies da, <laughs> up high and deep underground, you will see light everywhere. Be, 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 be. Red light, yellow light, green light, blep blep. That one. I'm ready to go. Oh oh oh! Oh, the Lampies! Thank you. Uh, my song for being in a dark room and getting in the mood is uh, electric, light o- electric Light Orchestra. Mr. Blue Sky. Hello. Hello. It's either Mr. Blue Sky or Twilight. It's I thought we were banger. talking about intense songs. Oh, Twilight's intense. Okay, okay. Mr. Blue Sky is just a feel-good one. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. CM Punk makes his return. He says, let's talk about it. Yeah, it went rather well. Realize now that by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be in, in A-Dub twice. Mm. But the first time it came out, fantastic. Uh, the, apparently, there was plans. We'll get on to it afterwards, but might as well say it now because we said everything we wanted to say about them earlier. They were going to have Shivani in the ring talking with them. Instead, he just came out by himself, talked. And considering last time CM Punk's made big appearances, that didn't involve the UFC, that he's been talking about how much he hated WWE, how negative it was and all the stuff. It was nice seeing him come out and go, well, you can't get healthy if you stay in the place that made you sick in the first place. And him saying, look, I'm sorry that you didn't want me, like, if I let you down feeling this way and saying these things, but I'm in a better place now. I'm in a better company. That was probably the highlight. Not the fact that he's back, but he's there like, no, I'm, I'm optimistic. And I'm, I'm not busy. I could be on all of the shows on a Wednesday Elevation. or a Friday. Well, the pay-per-views four times a year. It's a good job he's not doing much outside of the wrestling. So it can be there all the time. Yeah, that was my main takeaway. I'm scared. Yeah. Now this is a really this is a really pessimistic take. So I'm obviously oh, like buzzing. I'm obviously really excited. Go on, voice the voice. No, he's one of my, my favorites ever and stuff. I'm buzzing. But what happens when the more he appears, obviously the less special it'll be every time. So how does he continue to? 
create the magic? How does it continue to be spelled? I guess we'll have to wait and see, to be honest. Stories. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but wait, who does it's he, 80 but who does he Get his own giant stable. But who does, <laughs> <laughs> who does he rebel against? When there's nothing for punk to rebel against. Cole Cabana. Oh. Yeah, no one's... Um, <laughs> I think they did the press thing and someone asked about that and same punk ambiguously said, oh, I'm okay with everybody who's in the building. Cole Cabana was at the gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, no. So whether that was intentional or not, I do not know. But oh, we're all, we're all okay. overanalyzing things like GCSE English Lit. Oh, my God, he's got Larry written on his tit. What could that mean? It's his dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that, the, the, the little initials on the trainers is quite interesting because they do, they do line up with wrestlers who are potentially leaving or one who has left and one who is potentially leaving today. Mm. It's Mosatia now. Adam yeah, Cole's contract is up. That'll happen right. as soon as we've stopped recording. Yeah, oh, confirmed. Well, Literally seconds after we stopped recording. Right. We should fake out and just yell, wow, that's the podcast done, and just wait for the news to happen. Go, ah, got you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, CM Punk is return. And I'm the most, I come saying cynical this episode, but I don't mean to be, but like, oh, I'm not really that into CM Punk coming. It's just a thing. I'm not really that big of a fan anymore, blah, blah, blah. May's return, and he started talking. I'm like, oh. You know what? I'd he like is, to change my opinion. He is good at talking with. I've got it. I've got it convinced in my head now because we did it. We, we did a tier list yesterday about the sort of we called it. I felt dirty calling it defections from WWE to AEW. That's so great. It's, it's YouTube, and it? that's what you need to do. Uh, but people who betrayals to, from yeah, WWE. They left one army to join the other army. Lee <laughs> Harvey Oswald <laughs> and the rest. Of them. <laughs> but I've got it convinced in my head now because Jack mentioned the rebellion thing on that tier list yesterday, and I've got it convinced now that he's going to lose to Derby, and that's going to turn him heel. He's going to rebel against something. It would be interesting, but I, I disagree respectfully. Mm, and I don't think that'll Poppy on me. Because she's got a song called I Disagree. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. It's always Look good. Look you, you know about Poppy. Oh, well, she's on the wrestling all the time, isn't she? She is. She's the new Triple H of NXT, basically. I've heard all... Here's a scoop for you. I've heard all this big sweaty man talk. Isn't, isn't Triple H in the direction of Nick Khan? It's all Poppy. Blame her. <laughs> oh. Don't she doesn't like the little flippy indie guys. <laughs> I would love if you went to NXT and you tweeted that and they went, right, <laughs> time to go. How did he know? <laughs> you go know where you like, but you can't stay here. What would NXT look like if Poppy was the head of creative? That's a video in itself, I reckon. Mm. I like that idea. So we've got six more wrestling shows to review. Yes. <laughs> so then Jurassic Express beat Private Party in their tag team tournament to get the shot the young bucks in the cage match. Uh, liked it. Private Party... Uh, I remember when they first started, I'm like, oh, this would be great if they're, you know, they're going head to head with the Young Bucks and stuff. I think they found their niche, which is being that like C level team who oh, are the team. Oh, I think, I think that. No, been, no, I'm just saying there's so many other better teams than them. That I think they're, they've been put on ice quite deliberately because I think that watching this match, especially, I just thought they are a babyface tag team, aren't yeah, they? They're just too, they too likable. I, I don't buy them as heels at all. Do so you not? I think no, they're very good no. heels. So uh, one, good, one good thing AEW but does do is just rotating the cast. So hmm. I reckon Private Party and their role in the HFO stable family, whatever the hell it is, um, they've just been kept on ice before being made prominent once again. Yeah, hmm. I agree. They're a good. They are a good heel tag team. But I agree with Ross. Like they're babyface lads. He did a shooting star press to the floor, man. You did off the top rope. You did. Hey, and you lost. You don't do that if you're a heel, surely. Surely, but I didn't like one part where Luchasaurus was actively providing an assist for a Canadian destroyer done by Private Party. There's that that bit of the wrestling needs to go to hell. The, the convoluted spots, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's all right, Ross, because it ended that. Oh wait, wait, no, sorry, it was a two counter. Uh, yes, 
Jade Cargill beats Kira Hogan in about a minute. Oh, 10 stars. It looks like that's At least. What, it's going to be the formula for Rampage. I'm just going because this is what's happened both episodes so far. You get a big bit at the start, then a smaller bit, then a squash, then another bit, then a <laughs> main event. Jade Cargill was the big bit yeah. of this week's episode. Oh, anyway. Ooh. John Moxley bit, bit beats dirty there, Matthew. John Mo I'm just saying, look, just there's this lovely sudden reappearance of the giant muscle women in wrestling, and I am here for it. <laughs> That'll be CM Punk stable. The muscle CM women. Punk. Give me all of them all of them. John it's Moxley like, beats Daniel Garcia. Band that, like CM Punk and the muscle women. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like addicted to love, the video. <laughs> yes. Simply irresistible. John Moxley beats Daniel Garcia. That lad that Showed about two weeks ago, and I wanted to can't stop talking about. Uh, but 2.0 beat him down. Mm. Eddie Kingston, Sting, and Darby Allen run out for the save. Walk out in the case of Sting and pose to close the show. That was a hot hour. I was yeah. shocked that uh, Punk didn't close the show by coming out and doing a save. I was, I was expecting. No, I down think Darby. I think enough. One segment. That's it. Oh, fair enough. Fair. I want lots of ice cream. You're fine with a portion. The oh, bit. yes. Oh, the ice cream. When it, when it cuts to Taz halfway through an ice cream bar and it's falling <laughs> and there's bits going everywhere. That was really funny. That it's almost as big as him. That's why. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I love Taz. Taz is the best. He is. He actually is. He's, he's the best. No, he really is. I love yeah. him. Uh, but yeah, ice cream. You know that one thing that Team Punk said years ago about once the Dewey ice cream bar's back and it turns out it's actually really hard to make food on the go well CM Punk managed to find a company or Tony Khan rather no to, Punk did oh Punk, Punk did a Punk, Punk, oh okay yeah, great yeah, um, yeah. to get ice cream bars for everyone in attendance I, Punk paid for it all allegedly so, so the, the news was saying which is good some dirty scalper on, on eBay I saw on Tuesday it would have been oh. was selling a unopened one for a thousand dollars a thousand dollars but wait one thousand dollars hang on if you're at the arena and it's an ice cream bar is he's going to have to get that home. By the time he gets home, that's just going to be sludge, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. How has he got a, a cooler box into the arena? Yeah. And then, yeah. I just thought that was staggering. It was expected, of course, because this dirty scalp is everywhere. Of course. It? But, um, yeah, that was terrible. So one paid for any of them? I don't know. He's How on eBay. It? it might still be there. Anyway. But it was nice to see ice cream bars, isn't it? People like ice cream. I imagine it's just, just like a chalk ice that you get from Iceland yeah. for a, a quid for eight or whatever. Right. <laughs> we can. But yeah, lovely idea, though. Lovely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A-Dub Rampage, well worth the fiver, Tony Khan sends us. SummerSlam on the Saturday for a change. Mm. Manny Pacquiao. Mm. Mm. Lost, didn't he? he Did he? he Aye. He's been on the downslide of his career. What <laughs> are going to say there? He's been on the... <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean... He's been on the Metro. Anyway, he's been on the Metro. Yes, that's what I was going. On the pre-show, Big E beat Baron Corbin to take back his briefcase and his dignity. Oh, you've added in on his dignity there. Yeah, oh. because then... Barrett, this hasn't finished yet. Probably is by the time we've done this and SmackDown is. Baron Corbin's been having a good time in Vegas. He's got his money back. He's been hanging out with all the, the, the dames and the broads and the expensive roulette tables and all the stuff you do in Vegas. I think things are going to go really well for Baron. In the 20s. Yes. <laughs> all the dames yeah. and the broads. <laughs> I start, he started with $30 and then that changed into $100 and then that's just gone up and up and up. Bought that's himself right. a new suit. Yep. He had himself, a was it a pink? I forget which kind of car it was. I just saw the, the shiny, yeah. obnoxious pink. Um, he had one of them. He had a, a, a motel. Yeah. He's still not got his head sorted out, though. Like his hair, sorry, or his, his yeah. beard. Um, 
He's going to lose it all again, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course he is. That's the one thing. Uh, my main, well, I guess my only criticism of Big E getting the briefcase back, like, what was it, like eight days later after he lost it? They could have drawn that out for ages. It would have been a fun chase with Baron Corbin evading them all the way through. Well, when he... I'm all right with him. No, no, him holding it too long, I think, would have been a bit silly. Uh, not too long, but that was too short for me. I think it that was, was a short just, curly. I think it was Goldilocks, just right. When it, when he won it, I thought he was cashing in later on. I was like, oh, they've done that fast. He must be cashing in. Well, we'll see. He didn't. He didn't no. cash in. No, and Baron Corbin will be cashing out. No. Uh. RK Bro defeated AJ Styles and almost to become the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Bloody hell were they over in this match. Yeah. They're like, um, it was the... You know, before a show, do you ever say to your mates, like, because oh, me and um, I think it was Fraser were like, what, which match do you think is going to go on first? And we both agree, like, it's got to be this one. They're, like, too cool. Like, mm. the perfect opening act, basically. I should say about Randy Orton. Perfect. The perfect jerk, opening yeah. act. <laughs> <laughs> perfect enhancement boy, Randall Orton. Yeah. Um, it, is good, it is good that they've toned down the... the the really stupid riddle in favour of just like a bit of an airhead, like, oh, Randy, you make me so happy, and stuff like that. Um, it's good that they've, they've rectified that. Down. Yeah, that yeah, is, I mean, it really is. Compared to lockdown, remember those days? That was awful. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought the match, it was okay. Um, Omos looked good. I thought Omos looked good, yeah. You can tell, mm. that, you can tell that Kevin Nash has been training him because he's like yeah. Kevin Nash, the hey, second coming. The speed of Omos for a size is terrifying. Yeah. I'm not, like not, Corey not, Graves. Not, <laughs> I'm not even being sarcastic. Like He moves quicker than I thought he would. Mm. And I'm like, ooh, scary boy. I thought the finish was a bit abrupt, but then the first bit of the show was like a million miles an hour. Yeah. Like all the matches just happened and happened and happened. Yeah, but, uh, yeah it was nice to see them win, I guess. Because uh, if anything, that's going to get more folks in the tag team division. Surely we're Randall, Randy Orton there, surely. Until they turn on each other. Oh. Well, maybe they do now. Maybe. I think they'll turn each other. That, that'd be one shoot. thing I'm looking forward to. Randy turns on Riddle, and Riddle's just like, oh, Randy. Turns like, on. No, I've turned I've turned on you. We've split. Oh, Randy. <laughs> go away. I keep on hitting you. Okay, all right, I'm looking forward to that. That'd be funny. Uh, Alexa Bliss be- beats Eva Marie after becoming enraged when Eva slapped her with Lily the Puppet. After the match, Dewdrop mockingly announces Eva as the loser and prances away wearing her robe. What was this then? Uh, it was crap. Yeah. A portion. <laughs> I thought I was in the, in the Twilight Zone because I was sat there watching it live with Andrew and Beryl on the couch. I was looking there and Beryl was just here. And on, on the TV, Eve Marie was bitch slapping a puppet. And I was thinking, if I drop some LSD, what's going on in my life right now? I thought you were going to say Beryl winked at you. <laughs> <laughs> I think she. that's the that's the pose he does, sorry, uh, Beryl. Uh, he's got a permanent wink on. Uh <laughs> Permanent wink on. It's worst things to The match, on. I thought the match was, it was what it was. I, I like the fact that Dewdrop has, has cast that dirty, no good Eve Marie to one side. I like the sassiness of the walk away. Andrew compared it to, to Drag Race, which he's been exposed to very recently. Cover girl. Put that base in your walk. Head to toe. Make your, your whole body, body talk. I've also been exposed to Drag Race. I'm happy for you. It's, not, like it's, not, for, it's not for me. It's uh, not. It's not for me. I enjoy the humour. I enjoy the sassiness. I enjoy the competitions, but I hate the judging. The judging system. RuPaul's a tyrant. Yeah. And, I, and I, that's my big issue with RuPaul's. And a bully. Room. And a bully. A bully. And a fracker. And he's got. And, and he's got a fracking ranch in Wyoming. Eh? Mm. Does he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not <laughs> a nice man. What? <laughs> yeah. No. Stop. <laughs> no, he does. RuPaul. Yeah. Has yeah. a fracking ranch. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. He does. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's crazy, isn't it? My God. Be yourselves. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Give me all the yeah. money. 
I'm stunned. Actually stunned. Wow. Mm. The things you learn. But I do drop walking away was very reminiscent of a sort of a catwalk thing in RuPaul's Drag Aww. Race. But it, it's nice to see that, that she's cast that uh, even Marie to one side. And, but it's a shit. We'll get on to that bit later, actually, because that's a bit on Raw, isn't it? Yeah. She, she keeps the name. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It defines the entire point of what yeah. I'm moving on. Embrace yourself. I'm Shorty G. That went well, didn't it? <laughs> yes. Oh. At first, I thought you were talking about a drag race competitor. <laughs> oh, God. Shorty I'm G. Bag of Chips. Yeah. Yes. Damien Priest beat Sheamus to become the US champ. Priest didn't get much of a pop. And did you notice this? Obviously, even with 50,000 people there, they still had the fake crowd omatic. That's just a thing now. Yeah, since but the Thunderdome stopped, it's been a thing ever since. It's a shame. Like It's not been that noticeable because it's, a, it's usually, usually helps. Sorry, I've been broken into. Um, usually helps the crowd reaction that's already there. Because Priest, Nikki, and a few other people during the entrance, where there was silence. Mm. And so, because you can tell, it's like, uh, Damien, Priest, yeah! And it just dies. It's like, no, that's not how people sound. But Damien Priest beat Sheamus. The crowd seemed to dislike Sheamus. But so far, that doesn't necessarily mean they like Priest. Right, that's that a good. Sense. I was going to say that it did change by the end of the match. They it were, was a, a very good match, wasn't it? Sheamus has it picked been up. Up. I mean, it's Sheamus. You can uh, have a five-star yeah. match with us. Sheamus has been <laughs> on form for a while now, yeah. and I thought Priest was good as well, apart from that nearly terrifying moment when he did his rope springy flip over the top row, mm. top eight, and uh, on his back. Don't know whose fault Sheamus it was. Gave him a power don't know whether Sheamus was too far away or whether he he jumped too short yeah. or something, but. I'm glad he was all right, because that was a bit scary. He just gave him the Seamus bomb on the outside. We were saying this on the reactions. If they want to recreate a new, like, don't try this at home trailer, that can be the, I think I broke my tailbone spot. (laughs) The old Kurt Angle on the rampway. I had surgery five times. (laughs) And my my knee, my left knee. I don't know if it's his left knee. It's both raised knees, isn't it? It's all of him. How does he still, he's such a marvel. He he cannot float. No. He can't go near pools. Anyway. Sink to the bottom. <laughs> anyway, no, I was a good. They, they, I liked the match because we had two really quick ones, and then this one was slower, and then it mm. built and it built and it built. And by the end, it was really good. So just Seamus giving it big ones. Mm. Yeah, love to see it. Mm. The Usos beat the Mysterios to retain the SmackDown tag titles, but Dom and Ray don't turn on each other yet. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was the moment, but it would appear Ray being resistant, Ray. Resisting the temptation to, 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 to go through the storyline is going to make it go on for ages. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, I guess. The match itself was what it was. I wasn't getting LBC too much for this one of what we've seen beforehand from these two tag teams yeah. doing the wrestling together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a fine... You know what? They didn't have much time, but they put a lot into it. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Then, Greg Hamilton announces that Sasha Banks is unable to compete. Boo! But don't worry... Bianca Belair will instead face Carmella. Boo! This was hyped up and marketed until the show. On the kickoff show, Bianca's in the ring. And well, we're still thinking Sasha Banks is coming out. My anger, I was like, oh, how dare they do this? And then, as we'll see, Becky Lynch <gasps> shockingly arrives and throws Carmella out the then ring. Then I was like, I forgive them for not, for a, yeah. for a moment, I forgave them, right? If okay. someone doesn't show up, and you have to have a replacement. They have to be at the same level or better than. Yeah. So bigger than. Okay. It's like your, yeah. your parents lie oh, yeah, into yeah. you, lie into you for all week long. But the end of the week, they give you a nice big lollipop. Take that, suckle on that, be happy. That's what I was feeling like. 
Yeah. I'm not, I'll not forget the lies I've been told, but I'll enjoy the lollipop all the same. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it 50 50. <laughs> oh, sweet. Becky versus Belair. Oh, I'd love to see it. She challenges Belair right there, getting throwing Carmella out like she was like she was Joe Coffey of that NXT UK takeout and Walter's shoulder. <laughs> she challenges Belair. She accepts. Becky cheap shots Belair and pins her in seconds to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Right. And then celebrates for ages. Because <laughs> she's a heel uh, now. Um, well, is she yet? She's requested to be a heel according to the news. To that hasn't happened yet. So this is all goody time. So this is... Was she heel here? I think she she was uh, shades of a heel because she went in for the handshake, didn't she? And then gave it the old fakey and punch. That was horrible. Which is a bit of a dig really move, in my opinion. Um, but I, I don't know. I saw... Because I've been like... Obviously, it's such a roller coaster. It's like, oh, Sasha's going to be here. That's fine. Sasha's not here. Oh. Whoops. Oh, we're down. Oh, here's hey. Carmella. Oh, we've oh. gone even further down. Oh, here's Becky Lynch. Hey. Hey, we're going back up. Carmella's been thrown at the ring. Yeah, we're going higher. We're going to get the proverbial dream match. Bianca Belair, the star of today. Becky Lynch, the biggest star maybe in wrestling over the past couple of years. Whoa, it's going to go off. 20-minute barn burner. It's over in two moves. Boom. Straight through the floor. I'm sorry if that was loud. That was My loud. <laughs> emotions were the shape of a lowercase n. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Very oh. disappointed. Mine was like Mr. Tickle then. <laughs> 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 Up and down like a horse draws. So, that. Goodness me. That is too crass for a Friday morning. I'm sorry. Michael found himself <laughs> Working together. We can get the podcast They need to one. scrap that card subject, to, uh, card subject to change thing in oh. instances like this. I get Go it on. if, you know, someone gets lost in traffic like Eve Marie used to do back in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> or if someone gets injured and we need to pull an, uh, to pull an audible there, whatever the saying is. Call. But call an audible. But if you know someone's not going to be there for over three days... You gotta sort that out before the show, because that doing it like they did was a ginormous slap in the face, and my face is still red raw. Yeah, it's still red raw. It certainly is. Aye, that'd be the twelve pumps uh, from earlier. Mm. Nothing. That's fine. Well, that was. Uh, yeah, I got, got it, but that just was not I know. Yeah. I thought I'd pop but myself. The, but the uh, the thing is, as of the recording of this, obviously we do our research beforehand. There's still been no official reason as to why. Sasha Banks yeah. wasn't there. Well, there was that one Reddit commenter. Where I forget the name of them, sorry, but they said that they did a call. Was it with like a live stream with WWE Germany or something like that? And she was on there and she had like a, a, a cold and she was sniffling and she was coughing and stuff like that. So hopefully she's okay. And it's not the vid related. Mm. Um, but uh, she seemed to be under the weather. If that, if that Reddit comment is true, it had a lot of upvotes. So I assume that was people going, yeah, I saw that too. Or maybe that's people going, yeah, that sounds legitimate. Let's just give it an upvote. Yeah, I'm, we'll wait until something. Yeah, we'll wait until like, so it's not right to speculate, but yeah, yeah, exactly. just hope she's okay. But they, need, they, they could have done that return in so many different ways, mm. apart from, you know, just completely derailing Bianca Belair. And we've said it all week long, like people saying, trust the process, let it play out. Can't do that with WWE anymore. When has that Can't been do proven it. correct? Yeah. I'm trying to think, when was the last time? Shorty G, yeah, that bombed. Yeah. The Fiend, Goldberg, completely yeah, that, derailed. Yeah, that, that was tremendous, I... Yep. Hell in the cell. Yep. yep. You, you just can't do it when it comes to WWE anymore. So hopefully Bianca Bella... I mean, I saw Sean Ross sat with a good point saying that hopefully like Becky Lynch has got her head screwed on and she's not going to come back for something that's crap. 
So hopefully this is like the first point in a good long story between those two where Bianca can get her win back and come out of it looking good still. Well, all the there was all those reports a little while ago that all the women were desperate for Becky to come back so that the booking of the women would generally improve because they only booked <laughs> Becky well. No, I know it's sad, isn't it? Wow. Crap. Well, Finley left, didn't he? And he, was, he, he had a big hand in at least the production of the matches. Yeah. But I think maybe the creative as well. Maybe Brucey P doesn't know how to book women. <laughs> maybe. Bruce B definitely doesn't know how to book women. And it's a shame. Just book them like the men, Bruce. Can't do it. Never mind. Nice to be doing podcasts. <laughs> oh, no, he isn't. Uh, Drew McIntyre beats Jinder Mahal. Veer and Shanky try to... Uh, God, next. It was pointless, yeah. No, they, he ran them off with his weapon. His big, veiny weapon. Oh, I see. Right. Um, <laughs> I'd, yeah, nothing to say apart from Fraser Porter's a silly boy. Because when they were making their entrances, Fraser went... I reckon Jinder's got this. <laughs> I was like, you. Andrew said this as well. <laughs> because, well, I think that Fraser was thinking because Veer and Shanky were barred from ringside, that meant that someone else would interfere and help him instead. But no. The Singh brothers. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, they've no. been. Oh, they've been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Singh brothers were absolutely getting like a few stab wounds from a sword. <laughs> they were game for anything, weren't yeah, they? The they bumps were. they took. That was the thing I thought in this matchup because it, it was the build. It was really underwhelming. It, was, it could have been so much better with the history there with 3MB and all that stuff. And Drew kept saying, "I'm going to make a moment at SummerSlam at your expense, Jinder." Because I was thinking we we're going to get some sort of you know they go backstage and then wow a green screen has appeared, stab him or something, and some sort of effect happens. I don't know, but it didn't really happen. It was just. Why not just get that off the card instead of just making just make Becky and Bianca longer? Yeah. yeah. Because rather like a superstar coming up that we'll talk about soon, I think they're trying to sell these toy swords that they've got coming out because the only thing that's got any push out of this that still looks cool are these bloody swords that Drew keeps on bringing the bloody ring. You know, his bloody mam. <laughs> so. Don't speak about his mam yeah, like that. Yeah, that's his mum's fault. Oh, you, you're, I've got nothing against you, mum. There we go. Sorry. Drew's great. Drew, Drew is Drew great, is but great. it's... So, what are, your, what are your thoughts on this match tonight? Well, here's my sword. Like, all right, uh, okay, cool. Vince got his hands on Drew. And then, oh, no, I'll stop you. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Why, what happened to the connect? Why is everyone all right with him having a sword? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just... Oh, crap. Because that's how he sets his pyre off. Uh, he does. Yeah. There's no other way to do that. <laughs> Not one. No. Charlotte Flair beats Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley to become the new Raw Women's She's Champ. She's the best around. She's just the best. Yeah, the forcing smallest. Nikki to tap out the figure eight. A lot of stuff going on here. Charlotte Flair win again, getting another title win is almost hilarious at this point. But again, there seems to be a lot of people who watch WWE, and there's a lot of people who watch WWE, just the big shows, because again, for the second one in a row, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Flair was cheered. Big cheers for Charlotte. She's a star. Well, she yeah. is, isn't she? She's really good. But she's a bad star. How? Who does crazy moonsault flips to the outside. How is she a bad star? Because she's a bad person. She's arrogant. Oh, you, I was talking about the kayfabe. Oh, yeah, yeah, on the kayfabe. Sorry, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, in terms of in the ring, she's very good, but like, she's supposed to be a, a, a baddie. Yeah. 
I mean, if you look at the build from week to week to week, I guess Charlotte Flair winning is no surprise because she's proven beyond any shadow of any doubt. Not only is she a better wrestler than both uh, Nikki and Rhea combined, but also she's just cleverer better. in every single way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> outthinks she, them, outsmarts she them. She says everybody. mean and unfair things and is then proven exactly right. That's what heels are in the wrestling these days. Well, she's so Triple H. Yeah. Like, right. she's so Triple oh, H. The Triple H heel, yes. Yeah, she's the Triple H heel. But yeah. I, uh, what was I going to say? Because I was, I, 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 I'd nearly picked her to win Charlotte Flair, but I went for Nikki because I thought, oh, they'll go for the underdog and they'll not do the same thing two pay-per-views in a row. <laughs> Surely not. They'll not do it two in a row. It was a good match, though, I thought. Oh, very good a match. Bit of a shock to see Nikki tap. Yeah, she's gimmick. so brave. and yeah. But if you believe in yourself, you can achieve anything. Ah! Yeah. Tapping out. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't believe. Yeah. yeah. Hypocrite. Yeah. That's unfair. That's unfair. <laughs> I'm sorry. Edge makes his entrance to the Broods theme in full. To the proper bit, not just the intro from SmackDown. Bro, Coming fake on. stage and everything. Yeah. Wow. Banging him, banging. And then... Going back to his usual gear in case there's people who don't know what the brood is and realize, oh, yes, that was a long time ago. There probably are. Anyway, he goes into that dark place and beats Seth Rollins via submission in a match that shouldn't have been as good as it was. But Edge is still here, still having good matches, Why? despite everything that should say he should be at home. Yeah. Watching Last of Summer 1. I thought you were slagging <laughs> off Rollins there for a second. No, no. Was, no. Oh, right, yeah. Do you know what? He's done. Edge was done. When, when like, oh, yeah. I don't want uh, When no. Seth busts out his phoenix splash or whatever Pat McAfee called it flipping twist twisting centaur twisting or something moonsault or twisting moonsault yeah. I was like oh Patrick it's a phoenix splash oh not an FMW it's one of my fave I'm... moves I think it's one of my favourite moves to be fair though because I was about to make it a WTF moment on that series that some people still watch and then <laughs> I googled it and apparently you can it is known as a flipping moonsault uh, in some, or twisting moonsault whatever he said but in some circles but he splashes, the, he splashes but it's because he faces outwards I guess that's where people get the moonsault yeah. from um, it's a phoenix splash it's a phoenix splash yeah. it's a know, wonderful move and he does yeah. it. Re- what I like is that he's tall. So when he does, oh, he's quite lo- he's quite long, isn't he, Rollins? He's not like the yeah, tallest. He's Seth Longins, they call him. When he does it, <laughs> it looks really impressive because he's Shaft uh, Longins. Because he <laughs> he looks really impressive. Not that it doesn't look really impressive. Um, well, let's keep on talking. Good the move. Opening. Good move. <laughs> Strong move. Good match. Yes. Match of the night. Match. match of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the finish as well. How how Edge doesn't have to use his finisher to finish a match. I like that in me wrestling. Yeah. He just had to go to that dark place. Yes. He started yeah. smashing his head into the canvas. Oh, he yeah. started like a basketball, didn't he? Mm. I went very jolly there. He started, like, yeah. started like a basketball. Eagles, <laughs> eagles. I'll see you don't lose his party. Like. Go for well, a I'll shoot some hoops leg. <laughs> that didn't even, That went less jolly. <laughs> <laughs> What else was there about that match? It was just, yeah, it was just good. Uh, a lot yeah. of counters. A lot of counters, They both yeah. clearly done their homework on each A lot other. of big moves from Edge, by the way. Going off the top rope, mm. uh, yeah. the double neck, well, he did a neck break at the Rollins, but also took a big fall. He did the big ear, spe- big E. He did do the big, big E. Oh. Spear through the ropes. Yeah. Which all the, the Mick Foley's all the edge flaming one, yeah, table from, yeah. spear, yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought about it like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. like, he didn't do it as often as big. Or he never did I do just it loved how the story of the match was like, Edge, if I get you with that cab stamp, you're going to die. And Edge is like, not if I kill myself, all these moves off the top rope and whatnot. It was very, very good. Mm. No one could destroy Edge but me, <laughs> says Edge. Because he's a robot. That's right. That must be something that's happening in the film. And they can't self terminate. Yes. See, it all makes sense. Like, <sighs> they can't self terminate. Yeah. Robots cannot kill themselves. Here, yeah, we are going to have a war. The AI are going to rise up and. That Tesla bot, have you seen it? 
Oh, oh young Jamie, oh. young Jamie, it's time for some young Jamie action. Just get on Google and type in Tesla bot. Okay. We have the first instance yeah. of the robots potentially coming to life and killing us all. Look at this thing. Go on, images. Look at how oh, terrifying no. that oh, thing no. is there. It's Absolutely un- terrifying. Elon Musk is going to kill the human race off. Oh! It's got no face. It's got no face. Oh, no. And therefore, no emotions. World built by human and for human. (laughs) Friendly. Eliminates dangerous, repetitive, boring tasks. So you want to screw your toothpaste lids on in the factory? No need for you anymore. It's hard times, this. This is Dusty, Dusty's promo coming to life yeah. in the form of the Tesla bot. Height, five foot eight. What? Carry capacity. It's five eight. Oh, it can only carry 45 pounds. Oh, well, So Matthew cool. might be in danger. <laughs> <laughs> it oh, right. oh. Oh. It was a compliment of anything. Oh. Um, I'll take it. Hang on, Richard. I need to see the, the other stats. I'm not. I'm reading yeah. out a bit stats here. Where have you gone? There we go. We're back. We're back in the room. Full screen that baby. There you go. Weighs 125 pounds. Deadlift, 150. What? Whoa. Whoa. So it could just lift you up and shake you like a baby and kill you. (laughs) You can only go five miles an hour. Even that can go quicker than that. And then Uh, arm extended lift. Arm extended lift, 10 pounds. So it can lift you like that, but it can't lift you. I think uh, Elon did make the point of you can't overpower it and run away from it. Not going to you can't overpower it. You have to make can you? Yeah. <laughs> not when you get the laser eye upgrade say, and it yeah. starts just going mad. It's oh, terrifying, though, isn't that it? Is that that's going to be a thing, allegedly. Maybe I don't know. That'll be, that'll be our bus drivers and our our lollipop men robots. I think you guys are really overestimating, like a lot of people do, like his his tech abilities. He's not Lex Luthor. No, but he had a flamethrower. Think, think how much the world yeah. has changed since we were born. Now give it another like 20, 30 years. Yeah. Oh, what's going to be? Have you what? been in a Tesla before? A car? No. no. Oh, man. That's why I'm terrified because they are astonishing fits of kids. <laughs> they are. There's two, at least two Uber drivers in Newcastle who have Teslas as their Uber car, which I find astonishing. You walk up to the well, car. The, the, the bit which got me, it's not anything, the technology or the, the, the automated driver or anything like that. It's when you walk up and you just put your hand remotely close to the handle and it pops out. That's the most impressive thing. Mm. <laughs> On a Tesla. <laughs> How does it know it's going to pop out? Is it motion? Must must have some sort of sensor there for your hand. You just go near it, it goes boop, and then you go. Okay. Passenger mm. authorized. Yeah. Main drawback about Tesla, though, is the uh, the rear seats. They're too low down, so your thighs, your, your thighs are pointing upwards, and it's quite... Imagine a long journey. That wouldn't be too satisfactory. No. No. You uh, want some more lo- like leg support, don't you? Oh, thighs absolutely, yeah. High. I'm a robot car. Hi. I'm a robot car. Uh, Coincidentally, though, Andrew cannot wait to date. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of a mobile robot who can't carry much, Bill Goldberg was out next. That's the best one you've ever done. Thank you. Bobby Lashley, somehow, someway, by the power of God, beats Goldberg after referee stoppage. Judah, Judah hurt and Bill's knee. Too much and yeah. too much in count the letters. Yeah. Uh, not a good match. Uh, if it was the Goldberg special, I guess. 
It was a bit more of a match than a Goldberg special. It was, uh, it was long for it, Goldberg. He was hitting non-finisher moves. He was yeah. hitting normal moves. They both yeah. nearly decapitated. There was the oh. bit where Bobby went off the top rope and I thought, oh my God, he's going to land on his head, but he, he got through the somehow. Press he managed to rotate oh. it, yeah. The, and it, the Ric Flair then, spot. Then yeah. it was whatever they did in the middle of the ring, but Goldberg just sort of spiked himself on his head kind of. And, it was a power oh, slam, I think. man, terrifying scenes. Yeah. But it was, then, it was fantastic to see, I guess is what you're going to go with now. It was fantastic to hear because... <laughs> Crowd was not pro Goldberg during the match, and it only got worse and worse for Billy. After the match, Goldberg's son jumps on the lastie's back and gets put in the hurt lock. Crowd cheered. <laughs> He's Goldberg is a child, yeah. <laughs> well, MVP argues that Lashley couldn't have possibly known it was Goldberg. Oh yeah, that was so funny. MVP gets on the mic after. He's like, "Now hang on." Sorry. Oh. In, in all fairness, oh. Gage leapt on the back of Bobby and put him in a headlock. So he could—he had no yeah, idea he, until he flipped him over his head, and then rage just takes over. He was asking for it. You can't get, don't get in the ring, the performers, unless you were properly trained. Exactly. Stay out of the but kitchen if you can't take the heat. We yes. Were, we were speaking about the fiend earlier. Bobby was fighting on behalf of the fiend there, because as we all know, Gage <laughs> is the reason Goldberg came back <laughs> to the wrestling. <laughs> the fiend was sacrificed for Goldberg, therefore, Gage, you deserved it, you little prick. <laughs> Gage is because yeah. Gage is now a teenager, not a child, like not an infant. His mates are all gonna laugh at him now. Mm. See it? Look at Gage there in the wrestling. Ah. Uh-huh. Getting knocked out by Bobby Lashley, you softy. Yeah. <laughs> I was made wouldn't happen to me or, like are American teenagers more supportive than British ones they're like that's awesome dude oh, let's go to yeah they've got that weird optimism thing practice, that we yeah. don't understand yeah keep on saying that word Jesus so yeah that was great what a high, what a what a lovely Goldberg versus Lesnar style match to get warmed up between Edge versus Rollins and the proper main event Roman Reigns versus John Cena uh, Roman Reigns of course won yeah still in WWE hooray retain the universal title it was the type of match that Roman Reigns has done the past few months, maybe over a year now, that I like, but a lot of people don't seem to like. That's absolutely fine. Walking around, not doing much, talking crap the entire time. Look at the camera going, hey, Hollywood, come cut your boy. <laughs> oh, really enjoyed it. Nice change of pace, I felt. Every Roman main event match, apart from the Cesaro one, I've, at the, st- the first half, I've been like, oh, I can't be arsed. And then it really picks up, and I'm like, oh, this is they did this delivery. Mm. Start off slow, yeah. but... He's, he's going around me. the ring just getting, like, hot mums numbers at one side. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm Roman Reigns. Everybody <laughs> going, it's 70. Yeah, 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 I'll get in the ring. I did like the story for the first half of the match where Cena seemed to realise he kind of beat out-wrestle, sorry, the tribal chief, overpower the tribal chief. So he was, like, trying to just roll him up endlessly like he like he was spanky taking on A-Train in 2003. Oh, I don't know why that came from, oh, but you know what I mean. Cena's been watching his spanky tapes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, uh, they, they had me a couple of times with a, a couple of false finishes because you got just it was that thing in the back of your head. I know they made the stipulation which made it obvious but it was just that thing after CM Punk and you've watched the entire pay-per-view I know Becky came back but you're expecting sort of Vince to try and blow Rampage and Punk's return out the water and obviously John Cena winning that match would have done that maybe or maybe not. it would have helped anyway more yeah. so than it did um, and I don't think there's anything that could have blown Punk out the water no, that no. weekend um, so there was always that little bit in your mind you think you see an AA and a late kick out you're thinking oh my god it could happen here but it didn't I they like that people going, what are they going to do to combat CM Punk coming back? And they're probably looking at the car going, uh, Goldberg, Edge, Cena, that not enough fear? Bloody hell. No, no. And apparently it wasn't, because after the match, Brock Lesnar ran down, well, sauntered Bork down. Bork the Viking, as I'm calling them now. 
Bulk the Viking. That look is sensational. Yes. The beard and the top knot combo works for Brock Lesnar. I sashay that. Don't sashay away, Brock. Shantae, you stay. Shantae, you stay. Cover girl, put that Brock in your walk. <laughs> Head to toe. Save me, lads. I don't know what's happening. No, you can't just set up for what is going to clearly be a punchline and then go, save me. I didn't have a punchline there. Head to toe. And you kept us hanging on. Head to toe. Here comes the hot tag. The hot tag. I don't know. What what would you say? Head to toe. False finish. Make your whole brocky walk. I don't know. No idea. It was just a good look. Yes. And it's weird because obviously we saw Brock versus Roman so many times over how many years it was. But now we've got the tribal chief versus Bork the Viking. I want to see more. It's mm. weird what a, a, a fresh lick of paint mm. of a gimmick can do to a baby a face, bro. Firing up the crowd, baby face. He was he bro. was clapping hands all the fans on his way to back down the ramp after he attacked John Cena. Oh, <laughs> it was the best acting he's done his entire career. <laughs> so good to see you guys. <laughs> wait, wait till you see the the little truck full of money that Vince. I can't wait to see him cut a promo. Oh no. It's going to be great. He's it's not got the so voice good. for it, really. Okay, you guys be drinking a cause Light. Yeah. That's a cause Light. I just hope his bollocks are, like, just up in his body that bit too much like they are on occasion, and his voice just goes... <laughs> 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 it's great to be here in Ohio! <laughs> <laughs> you know, <someone>, Robert! <laughs> I'm going to beat you! Someone hadn't seen the infamous Bobby Lashley on Finley promo upstairs. I can't remember <laughs> it was, but I showed them it, and it was so funny. You're the one. Yeah, I'm going to say the word, then. yeah. You say your name is Finley, and you like to fight. <laughs> you sound like Beavis there. <laughs> yeah. Or is it Butthead? I never know. One of them. The brown-haired one. Me with. That's oh, Butthead. Is that Butthead? Yeah. Bobby Butthead. Bobby Butthead, yes. <laughs> the WWE champion. Yeah. Bobby Butthead. Bobby Butthead and Babyface Bork. <laughs> Fantastic. Brock, Brock Beavis. Beavis has got bra- blonde hair, so... Yeah. Yeah. Why am I going with this? Why have I mentioned Brock? Two seconds. No What's idea. that noise? I think that's a hand dryer or something. Oh, okay, good. It's like that noise when you put an aux cable in. It could be a train. It's the water fountain in the it's kitchen. It's the water fountain in the kitchen. It's a water it. fountain in the kitchen. Right. There's, this office now is taking, it's having our lives. Where the ups, me and Ross are upstairs, right? Richard and a lot of the others, all the editors are downstairs, right? And they. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh, doing that screen is Sorry. and they are the camaraderie is shocking compared to ours we all just you know we're all fine with each other yeah. these lads have a tea club they go in there and they all have a tea at the same time they've got a separate kitchen you see we don't now we've learned they've got a water fountain which is still going on sorry for all the tinnitus sufferers oh, I know yeah oh, they, they oh, all have it's gone they have coffee morning what do you call it go on what's the name for it when you all go in there in your circle and have a coffee it's together disgusting no, it's, it had a name. Everyone had a name for it. What was it? It was like coffee. Uh, the first rule of coffee them. club is that you can't talk about coffee club. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, well, we're not in the secret. club, so we can talk about it. Then, like, disgusting. Yeah. That's disgusting. what I'm saying. They do the thing to go, coffee club, coffee club, and nah. put clubs together like that. We've seen it. We do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who drinks all the coffee here? <laughs> That's it. That's a song. It's a shock that Adam would be in this office and that would start happening there eh? after his three Freemasons. Oh, God. I can see and what's happening here. People have said that, like, that that might be in the hall, not that hall of fame, but in the hall of fame of Holic podcast stuff. That's up there. The Freemasons bit, yeah. Everyone it's, was like, that Freemasons bit was good. Lads. You couldn't write that, like that, 
plug you the suspenders on Raw. You couldn't write. <laughs> I think I've joined the Freemasons. To get, get a discount, discount. on furniture. <laughs> and you told people on the podcast, I'll talk about Yes. It's like, do you know what the Freemasons are? Yes, it's like a club. We get discounts. Like, no, it's not. So the moral of the ah. story is, if you ever end up, if you're watching this podcast and you end up getting a job here at Cultaholic Wrestling down the line, reject any offer to work in the downstairs go office upstairs. and go upstairs, upstairs. Otherwise, you'll end up in Adam Pacitti's tea Freemason knockoff Aye. stable. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to start getting to the stage where, like, downstairs gets more and more upgrades and, like, there's the gold chairs and we're going to fall into disrepair up there. Yeah. And you'll start coming in on it for the podcast on a Friday and going, what's happened next door? And it's just a burnt out. You'll be like, where are the lads? Yeah. We've got we scented candles, us, though. Yeah. Oh, from is it it main just, event candles. Thank you, main event candles. Ah, yeah. Main event candles, lovely, lovely candles. Because mm. uh, Ashton, who works for Triple Jump now, made the comment that when you come down in this office, office it just smells like man. Our office smells better. Whereas upstairs, we've got scented candles. So. Our office is more ventilated. Scented oh, candles. You, you gotta get your smell sorted. Mm. Whether it's your eau de toilette or your scented candles from main event candles. Twelve sprays. Twelve sprays. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's a lot of sprays. That. Twelve. Yeah. Lots of sprays. Well, that's a big weekend, isn't it? Or just a day at work now for me. That's what we were speaking about before the podcast, just to make it a bit longer, everybody. Oh, oh a bit I went, I went. Oh, just to work now. I'm one of those fellas, eh? <laughs> Sorry, I was stretching. Sorry, right, guys. Mate, we're done, we're done. NXT. NXT takeover. Oh, hi, there was this Take as hour. well. 36. Yeah, so Sunday, NXT takeover. It's a bit weird. Uh, pre-show, Ridge Holland beats Trey Baxter. Oh, I didn't see this. Very, very quickly, and then calls out that yet there was nothing. He said the word bollocks. Oh! It's good. Good uh, that, ain't I? I'm British. Made me think of Hello, this. it's me, the British character in the WWE. No, he's bollocks. No, Every he's, time. He's, Every he's, time. No, he's York. He's northern. He's gruff. No, but I'm just, that was just me, like any British uh, character. Yeah. You're, they're either snooty or miners. Do you remember when <laughs> Nigel, Nigel, Nigel McGuinness... All right, wankers. Yeah. That was his. That was his, like greeting to but the crowd. It, isn't that just? Wasn't he like that in Ring of Honor anyway? No. All oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. Then. No. I was like, I'm gonna hit a lariat. Wee. <laughs> Do you remember the time when every single NXT UK person had been down at the pub on a Friday night and had a scrap? Yeah. yeah. All been scrapping since I was twelve. Honestly, and that was it. That was I'll NXT never, UK every I've, promo I've package. I've mentioned this before, right? But that first NXT UK tournament when they were doing the little video packages, and Dan Maloney insinuated that With he'd his killed, lovely eyebrows. Yes, oh, insinuated oh, that right. he'd killed yeah. someone and yeah. then lost in the first round. And I was like, you can't build him up as being possibly a murderer and then yeah. have him lose in the first. It was weird. I remember yeah. him saying something like, "I've seen some things in my life with my beautiful medic paddock. What's the word? Something cure eyebrows threaded." Threaded? I don't know. He's, Manicure, he's a gorgeous man. Beautiful. Oh, he's beautiful. A, he's man. gorgeous. Mm. He's, he's a 24 pump. In. Uh, Cameron Grimes beats LA Knight. <laughs> yeah. With the help of Ted. That was a slow burn. With the help of Ted DiBiase and is the new million dollar champion. Now, there was a feeling of this takeover that this was the last of this period because I think a lot of doom and gloom online about the new change in direction and lots of uh, contract stuff happening. And it was nice to see, though. A happy ending. Yeah. Because mm. I thought this was going to drag on and on and on since, I don't know, NXT TakeOver 37. No, that's not right, Matthew. Well, whatever. Um, whatever the next year's would be. I realise it's not like WrestleMania, is it? It's not been 36 years of NXT. <laughs> Idiot. But they got a happy ending. He resolved it. Teddy Biasi did the right thing, helping his pal, who he's maybe got some bad advice about. They had good chemistry. I think it's their best match they've had so far. Yeah. Yeah. 
Grimes had the crowd going mental, just like that young up-and-comer, that beautiful curtain jerk around the Orton. But I was a good ding-dong battle to end them all. as used to them Pro Evolution Saga back in the day. I loved uh, The Rock's um, leap up to the top rope um, German suplex like Shelton Benjamin. Mm. Yeah. He brought out all the stops here. And Ted DiBiase getting involved as well. I think he's 67. Oh, the legal Len Goodman there. Seven! Sorry, headphone users. Um, but yeah, you're getting involved with a, a lovely punch. He's still got that worky punch going. Mm, it's just right. a good match, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, very happy with Lots that. of reversals as well, because they knew each other well. So well, right? It makes sense, Love man. That. It makes sense. Yeah. Oh, the monster's kicking in. Ah. Raquel Gonzalez retains oh, her NXT... On. It's a I thought I had a monster as well. Oh, that was some sort of cool <laughs> oh. Hang on, it's my Raquel Gonzalez yeah. signed 8 by Sorry. 10 or something. Uh, anyway, Raquel retains her NXT Women's title, beating former friend Dakota Kai. I think this was a good match, but it was awkward Sorry. that, I guess due to the size differences, the crowd were like, yeah. We're cheering Dakota. Oh, it's just because like, Dakota. No, 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 no. That's not. I, I yeah, just that's... think Dakota's cool as balls. She's really cool. But she turned on. She's a bad person. I don't who turned care. on her bad friend. I don't so. care. She's yeah, a bad friend's boring. No. <laughs> it was a really good match. She's I... big. What more do you want? I'm some, ca- some character. Not I'm... just I've got a muscular back and I'm massive. I said on. What are you talking about? It's all you I'm need. A, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a Dakota guy. Is what I said on Twitter, right? Ah, I thought it was really clever. Yeah. Oh, I get it. But I'm part of a fan club. I think she's class. And she should have won. She is class. But oh, it was, was good. Raquel. But it was a good. But it was a good match. I like how the match started like a fight, not like a wrestling match, because they they hate each yeah. other good and proper. And then it was just like sick reversals. Uh, Dakota getting out of a power bomb with a, a kick to the heat. There was a cheeky Nando's bicycle, oh. which I've never seen before. Instead mm. of doing a super kick, she did a, a, a bicycle kick in the good. cheeky Nando's position. Wow, less super kicks than NXT. Yeah, this definitely is a new period we're going oh, through. Oh, no, we'll get to Adam Cole soon. Oh. There was, that was brutal bits like uh, De- uh, Raquel dropping Dakota over the top rope onto the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, mm. just some brutal oh, maneuvers. Like the like when Undertaker was teaching Kane to do the last ride, but he mm. threw them backwards. Nah, brutal. Yeah. Yeah. This is her brutality. Oh, yeah, okay. this was like Diesel versus Michaels at uh, WrestleMania 11. It's like, no, no, cheer the big one. Like, wasn't that I bad. like the story as well with the, the move that Dakota used to turn babyface on Raquel, right? Was the, her downfall in this matchup because De, uh, De, Raquel reversed it. I'm having a crisis here. No, Raquel reversed it, it and then did the move off the top. That's yeah. right. Nice. Storytelling. Storytelling. It was good. Synergy. So. So Jack is a Dakota guy. Yeah. I'm a Gonzalo lad. Yeah. In that case, is that yeah. what's going to be? Fair enough. Oof. Much I like that. No, it was maybe it was easier to be a Dakota and I'm guy. Going lo- loca for Dakota. Oh, mate. Going why do we? Why do me and Jack even bother coming? Honestly, that was crap, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. Just tell Matthew, me it's crap. Down. It's fine. Calm yourself down there, Matthew. Going loca took- for Dakota. That's great. <laughs> That's not. Okay. I unironically love that. Who sang that song? Go loco down. Four tops. Down four tops, isn't it? Fabulous. Four tops. Yeah. And, and then, Phonics. Oh, there we go. Dakota. And <laughs> Thank you. Then, KV Ray. Yes. NXT showed up. Yes. Everything is fine on that brand. It's okay. They're just it's picking okay. and choosing certain people to appear on the American what version of NXT for no reason whatsoever. It's fine. What did she used to do? Did to make that? a K with her body? Oh. I think I need my legs involved as well. It. Go on, get them out. Doing a spirit squad now. No, my hammies are sore. Stand on the table. No. Anyway, Kaylee Ray. Justin show. Yeah, Kaylee Ray. Tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Yes. 
And it says here, somewhat cruelly, in capital letters, uh, Volta loses, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> the bastards. Uh, but you were, I'm sure, I'm guessing you were, how did you oh, think about Oh, as we said result? last week, though, if anybody is allowed to beat Walter, okay, okay. it's Ilya Dragunov, okay. his greatest ever opponent. Because Walter's entire thing is, uh, not only am I big and hard, I'm really good at wrestling. Mm. So it would take something like, oh, I don't know, some sort of mad Russian who doesn't feel pain or simply ignores it. Oh, Ilya Dragunov in yeah. his rematch. So it's the perfect time if anybody was going to beat it. There's no one else on NXT UK that is even close to getting the number one contendership against Volder. So yeah, had to be Dragunov. Dragunov submitting Volder to become the new NXT UK title. So for those paying attention, the NXT UK title was defended between uh, an Austrian and a Russian in America. Mm-hmm. NXT UK, everything never is been, fine. Never been... What was it? Never been won in, in the UK? Oh, it's right. It's never been... Never th- been won in the UK. Yeah. It's never yeah. changed hands in the UK. Never changed hands in the UK. Yeah. Really well, good Well, they did the the first title win was in... Yeah. That was that was from Vacant, though, wasn't it? I yeah. Guess. yeah. Be- 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 vacant, I remember. <laughs> what did you think? It was more like a thing on the big market than it was a professional wrestling match, and that's why I appreciated it about the most. It was fantastic. I think it was match of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really good. Really, really good. I think, I, I think, and now I don't want to uh, rock the boat. Don't tip the boat over. Don't rock the boat, baby. But I preferred the first one a, a smidge more, a smidge, because, but there was no live crowd though, so that element really added to it. So yeah, they were both class, and and I, I just would never want to be chopped by either of those men, especially no. not Walder. If anything, I'm really glad that even though these matches, obviously it was tying in the last Hall of Fame thing I put in last week to seeing these guys doing it live, which I'm very happy and proud of being to watch. The fact that so many people are getting just these snapshots, these thumbnails of these epic encounters I've got to see. I think if, if I've contributed anything to Cultaholic, it's some people messaging me going, oh, that Volder guy you never should have about. He's, he's quite good at the yeah, rest. Matthew of discovered Volder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot of hey, I get messages from people going, oh, right, hey, yeah, he is actually good. Yeah. I get credit for discovering Darby Allen because I mentioned him once on Wrestlers oh. of the Week when he was in Evolve. I was like, oh, I think he's got right. something, this kid. Yeah. And uh, people still say, like, Jack found him. <laughs> I'm, like, <"No>, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he caught the eye of oh. more influential folk. Sure, want me Ilya Sure, whatever. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Surprisingly, not main eventing, beats Adam Cole two falls to one. Now, Matthew, mm. now, Matthew, I'm going to be Go kind on. to this match. The first fall was over in like two minutes, and that was a good decision. I thought that was clever. I didn't like the way it ended me. Okay. The, the, Kyle, the end of the cage. Kyle, no, the end of the first fall, because right. Kyle picked that fall just to prove he was better than Adam, didn't he? But he won with a sneaky roll up. Come on! That's, that's, he's fulfilled the brief. No. He's a, that's it. Yeah. He's, I wanted uh, to pin him with a plomb. Oh, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, Ross. Yeah, yeah but he didn't outwit like him, didn't he? he, didn't he thought wrestling. it was going to be an hour long. It's Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> when he didn't kick out, he was like, ah. "Oh, wow!" Then the Vincent man. Oh, when he did that, it reminded me Punk in both of his entrances so far has gone. Not yet. It's not clobbering time yet, lads. Because ah. he's not wrestling. Yeah, that's good. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com weightloss weight loss. That's PlushCare.com weightloss weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, the first fall was brief. The middle bit was all right. I mean, Kyle still took the thing on the two chairs. Why would you do that to yourself? It's because Adam Cole was trained at CZ Dub Dojo. <coughs> he did the lockjaw as well. <gasps> oh! Dun, dun, dun. No, everyone's been mocking this, right? Everyone's been going. Oh, everyone's getting excited because he did. Yeah, I am excited because he did his girlfriend's move, right? Because I think it means he's going to the dub. Mm. They do. I do my girlfriend's clothes. He did. I look incredible. He said during his episode. That's clothes. He did. Yeah. He said, I'll do my Jesus, girlfriend's clothes. Can't, can't. Oh, gross, I will shag her blouse. Uh, the best NXT superstar that ever has been, or ever will be, is what he said during his entrance, which is a bit like, ooh, is he foreshadowing something? Oh. Past tense and all that in the first bit. I thought he was trying to talk like Brett. I mean, he was going to get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> And then the main event, sorry, the main event, no, the, 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 sorry, the, the, the final ball, I should say, oh, right. no. um, was the steel cage. And I don't know, the build-up for it wasn't, okay, Carl and Cole going at each other was quite good, but like the, all right, it's going to be two out of three falls and this, 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 and there'll be a steel cage. It's like, why is it in a steel cage? There's, there's, no, there's no group to keep anybody out. Kyle and Cole haven't been trying to escape one another. Oh, it thing. made no storyline so sense. Adam Cole other than, away. Other than, ooh, a cage. They look cool. They and do look cool though when they come down like Agreed, but it didn't serve it didn't fit the purpose. So they had the match and then Kyle won abruptly with the the lock, even though the cane was right there. He tapped out. Corral did not like it. No, they and didn't. And just did Kyle obviously <clears throat> I think sometimes look into things too much, but in this case you can go, okay, they're Cole lost. Fans seem to take that as an insult way for Cole to lose, which maybe it was. It did no favours to Kyle O'Reilly. No. He didn't prove staying. anything. Didn't prove anything, did he? Uh, Kyle's going to have to turn heel again at some point to get the fans back on side. He, which doesn't is have so to, silly, he just needs to go back to what he was doing, but it, what he was doing in Undisputed Era can easily be a babyface shtick as well. Yeah. He was just, he was just entertaining. He can be a sarcastic babyface, not just this bland, boring cookie cutter page one of the wrestling handbook baby face yeah. that he is currently it's terrible he's so good but what they're having him do is just so restricting mm. I feel but uh, yeah mm. and that, that that lack of reaction should should prove that to the powers that be it's hard to be more popular than Adam Cole at the same time yeah. he wasn't matched up against a good opponent for that I'm, I'm with you there me and Owen raided Adam Cole on Twitch after our stream and he did a little dance of joy he's... what a guy man yeah, I think I'll say this again just because, like, his in-ring work could sometimes be annoying, but what a lovely oh, man. streamer. Oh, salt of the earth. <laughs> lovely head of hair. 
Oh, beautiful eyes. He's just fit as out, isn't he's he? He's so handsome. Yeah. I'll never forget that time he was cutting that promo in NXT and he just looked... Oh, <laughs> he just looked gorgeous. This was about three or four years ago now, this. Why? I feel like a lot of... We've, we've definitely done this in multiple podcasts now about Adam Cole and just got sidetracked for like five minutes just going, oh, oh, oh. He is stunning, what a man. Yeah. Stunning. What a man, what a man. Brit's what a done man, very man. well. Yeah. I mean... She, what a lucky she, she's guy. Not, she's an attractive woman as well, but Adam Cole, though. <laughs> What a guy. Wow. When she brought home Adam for the first time, Mrs. Baker will have turned to Mr. Baker and gone, he's all right, isn't he? (laughs) Hey, if I was 20 years younger. You would, wouldn't you? (laughs) Dad's just fuming. (laughs) Why were they like, we're acting like they were like 18. (laughs) (laughs) Samoa Joe beats Karrion Cross to euthanize the cross push from NXT. Oh dear, Matthew. Become the first ever three-time NXT (laughs) That is not what I wrote down on that piece of paper. (laughs) Samoa Joe, bless him. First match since, what, 2019? Uh, Hasn't had a title match in quite some time. I mean, evented. He was... Looked very knackered, but very tired. Did, it didn't affect his performance. It didn't affect his performance. He was able to hit the muscle buster, which is always nice to see. Tired, worn out Joe Ring Rust was still an infinitely better choice oh. than look how they massacred my boy, yeah. Carrion Cross. It's not Cross's fault. I felt nothing during this match. <laughs> I honestly felt nothing. Oh. It, did, it was just painful, wasn't it, to watch? Just like, because you. Was that the most predictable match of the card? Yeah. It felt like it to me. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it is a shame. It, why haven't they worked the, the absence of, of Scarlet into a storyline? And it, There's so many things we can just pick fault at when it comes to carrying cross, but it was a really a sad end to his reign because it, it got off to a decent start, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Not since the Otis uh, storyline with the girlfriend and the Ziggler mm. and his tag partner, who we'll have soon, or we've had. It's okay. Oh, he's been on. Oh, he's been on. That's right, sir. Um, has Dewey taken something that was working and looking all right and just demolished it for no reason? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't get it. But yeah, sorry about that, Karen Cross. Uh, womp, womp. Although you can tell it's the new era of NXT because usually they wait until the wrestler goes to Raw SmackDown before ruining them. <laughs> now they're doing it beforehand. They're just saving it. So It was sad, like... Yeah. Did you feel much during the match? Uh, I, you get in a weird state, don't you, when you see a gimmick going, this is so bad, I can't wait for Joe to win and just mm. make it even worse for him. Uh, the, Maybe uh, that just says a lot about me. but I didn't feel nothing during the match, but all the moments where I was like excited were for Joe's moves. So like his, his, I always love his suicide dive because he's so big, it's like scary. I can't believe he's still hitting it. I know, and well as well. And his pelly kick, I forgot he did that. And I was like, oh, TNA, come on, let's go. So that was fun. I think that led to the finish. I think he Pele kicked him on the top and then muscle. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's Mojo, first ever three-time champ. Be interesting. And then overall, though, I mean, Ilya Walter. It was a good show. That, that, and the rest was, you know, the side order of salad. Not, 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 not one of the greatest takeovers we'll speak about, but that's no slant on this takeover. No, yeah. It, 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 it couldn't. It's like that... Um, last New Japan thing we streamed where it was like oh yeah this is the thing where everybody's leaving this is a mm. this is the end of a chapter mm. one so be interesting to see what happens the after end this of an era yeah. do you remember NXT takeover at the end which wasn't it was with, like the with, sixth one or something. yeah because jo, jo, yeah, it was Wait, what's Finn Balor's gimmick? The Demon. Demon, I'm just calling the The Demon King? <laughs> Demon King? The, Have you seen the Demon King? <laughs> Demon King? Finn Balor <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he's the only person to beat him ever. Monday Night Raw. 
MVP and Lashley opened the show with NBC and that Goldberg quit like a coward. <laughs> Damien Priest interrupts and wants a match. MVP tries to talk Lashley out of it, but he's ready to go, go, go. Sheamus and Drew get involved. It turns into a tag match. Lashley walks out towards the end and Drew pins Sheamus. Yeah, a lot of meat in this. I enjoyed the fact that Bobby and MVP weren't scared of Goldberg after SummerSlam because that was my big feeling. Oh, like, no. oh, sorry, we didn't know it was your son, but they were just like, ha, 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 Yeah. But they are setting up a rematch for Saudi Arabia, aren't they? That's the terrifying thing. Oh, That's no. That's the terrifying thing. Oh, you don't no. Know this? Oh, MVP and his pimp stick hitting Goldberg in the knee was done to set up a rematch, I think, where MVP will be banned from ringside. It'll be a cage match or something, something like that, and Goldberg will win. I'm ready for it, me. Yep. It's going to happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm prepared. Can't wait. Oh. Goldberg's never been WWE champion Gage before. Gage will do a, uh, a bloody jackhammer. And he said brain buster there. A jackhammer. <laughs> like, he gave a brain buster to Undertaker <laughs> last time. <laughs> wait, he's never been WWE champ? He was... He's never been WWE no. champ. In 03, was that not the... World Heavyweight. Oh. Oh. And then he's only, oh. he's only won the yeah, Universal since, I think, from yeah, Fiend and from KO. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Backstage, Dewdrop says that she made a mistake associating herself with Eve Marie, but she likes the name Dewdrop, <sighs> so no she's man. completely ruining the... Oh, Eve Marie attacks her production crate. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she wheeled that. a crate into it. <laughs> I'm loving WWE, and also Adobe who did this with Alistair Black and Cody, when it's like, hi, I'm talking to you right now. Well, that person can't sneak attack me because I'm right. <laughs> come here. You're clearly able to see. But I'm all right with it. Who was it sat in the locker room famously who didn't see someone coming? That Was it Owen Hart who missed? Or was it Owen Hart doing the attacking? Where someone sat in the... Was it Owen Hart sat in the dressing room and someone runs in clearly in front of them and he couldn't <laughs> see who it was? I can't remember who oh. it was. Owen Hart springs to mind for some reason. I don't know what you're talking about, but... But whatever it is, good. yeah. This, this entire dewdrop. They must have paid for the trademark with the intention of calling her Dewdrop, and then realized, oh, that's a bit rubbish, that. Let's work into a storyline that makes sense. But we've paid for the trademark anyway, so you're going to keep the name Dewdrop. Okay, money's worth. Uh, yeah. why, why would she like the name Dewdrop? I like the name. Yeah, whenever a babyface decides that they're going to own their rubbish name, it's a bad sign. To right? be fair, though, we yeah. can now be the Dewdrop... <laughs> Uh-oh. Go on. Do droplets. Oh, no. I would do droplets. Oh. Are you a do droplet? No. If you're a do droplet, give it a <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Most ass kicks it. <laughs> you not do droplets? What? We're all do droplets, aren't we? Richard. This is what we do. Raise the roof. Raise the roof for Richard, the do droplets. Are you, you, you do droplet, Richard? Yeah. Yes, oh, he no. is. We're raising the roof. Oh, no. Do drop. Do drop. I'm a do droplet merch coming soon. Somewhere, maybe. Get ready to drop the do. <laughs> Uh, oh god, Karrion Cross debuts lovely oh, new attire. Man. Oh, I forgot, I forgot about this. It's squashes, squashes Ricochet. It's not looking great for either man, to be honest. Well, first of all, Ricochet, it's a shame because he had that run where he was doing cool moves and then getting counted out like a doylem. <laughs> <laughs> but then he beat Joe Mo in that awesome false count anywhere match. He's yeah. like, oh, okay, great, we're on the up and up. And it's like, no, you're going to lose to Karrion Cross who we're managing to decrease the value of every single week with some new rubbish-looking gear and a mask that does nothing for him. I've seen people say I this was done because everyone needs to be marketable and he everyone needs this. a look. Did he say this? Did he? Yeah. That's bollocks, that, because it's rubbish. Is what? Jim Hurd in charge? of? Wasn't he the one who tried to make Ric Flair Spartacus? Yeah, he said, you need a, you need a gimmick change. And he went, what do you have in mind? Because you... <laughs> 
I nearly said... Could your hair get an earring and call yourself Spartak? I nearly, I nearly accidentally said... I nearly accidentally called Jim Heard Bill Watts there, which would have been a big mistake, I feel. No, no, Bill, Bill Watts was like, all right, I have to cut costs, so everyone's getting pay cuts. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm hiring on me old mates, like, like junkyard but, dog. Uh, this was this reminded me of reading The Death of WCPW. Of WCPW. The Death of WCPW. Oh, the Death of WCW, which... Uh. Um, which mentions a lot of Jim Hurd and his wacky ideas, and this <laughs> felt like that to me. Best Jim Hurd thing was when he was talking to Kevin Sullivan and goes, I've got it. I was like, wow. He goes, a hunchback wrestler. He goes, go on. Well, he's got a hunchback. <laughs> it's very partner. Yeah. He goes, if you've got a hunchback, you can't, you can't lose. He's unbeatable. What do you mean? He goes, well, you have to roll him on yeah. the shoulders for one, two, three. He goes, what would you do if you wrestled a hunchback? He goes, I would take him down put him in a leg lock until he submitted and beat him about 20 seconds. He goes, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was Karen Cross. Uh, his sex, his sex dungarees came off at the end, which was a shame. You know, after stayed in there, it would have saved the entire the entire new look for me. <laughs> the sex dungarees stay on during Monday Night Raw. <laughs> it was terrible. It's time for Moist TV with Johnny Drip Drip and... Oh, I even get... How much wrestling is there when you forget this? And his guest, Logan Paul. Boo! The only man less popular than Goldberg. <laughs> Miz interrupts and gets an argument with Logan about his brother's upcoming boxing match. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not giving you a free plug. You're not paying us. Um, Miz and Morrison bicker while Logan leaves. High fives Woods. I yes. love that because Big E at SummerSlam had to pretend to like him as well. Yeah. They go, hey, man, how are you doing backstage? Every time they cut to him, the crowd will go yeah. as well. High five and I can say Woods on his way up the ramp. Uh, the crowd booed Logan anytime he did anything. Woods faces Miz and beats him after a botched <laughs> interference from Morrison. Miz attacks Morrison to break up the team no! and hits the skull Christian finale. I am here for adorable, handsome, naive, stupid baby face John Morrison. I'm here for it. He's given me Channing Tatum in 21 Jump Street vibes. Mm -hmm. um, no, I just think it'll be really good. Uh, at least, finally, rather than being like the spare wheel in other people's feuds, Miz and Morrison are going to have their own feud. Uh, hopefully, anyway. I yeah. hope they don't go down the Kyle O'Reilly route with Joe Moe, because he can still be the sarky sort of like unaware that he's been a bit of a a bit of an idiot, but thinking he's cool with all his phrases and whatnot and all the poems he has with water in mind. He can still do all that and be a baby face. He can do it. It's more entertaining that way. Oh, it doesn't become like the, the Joe Mo of 2010. Where it's like, yeah. oh, I'm just, I'm sexy, me. Do flips. I'm do flips. Yeah. No, I hope he keeps the, yeah. he's like a dog. He's wonderfully naive, this current Joe Mo. In fact, the word himbo was recently introduced to us here in the Cold Holly podcast. And I think he is, a, he is a himbo. Well, you're not yeah. here for himbo, I mania. Here for himbo. Oh, okay. Male bimbo. Yeah, like male a, bimbo. Like a male bimbo. John Morrison is a himbo. He's so such a, a himbo. Can man. a himbo have a bussy? <laughs> That's the one, the one bit of SummerSlam we forgot to review was the signs. Uh, someone got kicked out for a Fiend sign. Yes. Uh, someone else had a sign with... Yeah, but he was from Glasgow, slam, so I meant someone else. Slam this bussy. <laughs> yes, and then uh, Rene Young tweeted, oh, let me Google... Do I have to Google what bussy means? Yeah. And the next tweet was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that fan or their sign was escorted out. Oh. But it was only because the sign was, of course, giving spoilers to PW Insider. Reginald is off the guard. Imagine that. that. Flick on the next TNC and some bussy getting slammed. Mansoor attack asks, no, ask, uh, I'm getting flustered because I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> Mansoor asks Mustafa Ali not to get involved in his match tonight. He faces Jinder Mahal, who gets DQ'd for attacking him too much in the corner. <laughs> My favourite finish. Finish. Yeah. And then Jinder, Veer, and Shanky beat Mansoor down while Ali stays outside the ring like he promised. 
Ooh, ah, tough yeah. love, I guess. It, it's just tough all around when it comes to Mansoor on Raw. It's, it's it's awful to watch, isn't it? Like, not so much what he's doing, but just the fact that nobody gives a toss. <laughs> <laughs> he's tried so hard, but everyone's literally just sat on their hands making no noise whatsoever. He'll yeah. get a big win at Crown Jewel. Mm. So look at these amazing baby faces we have on Raw. I like the name Dewdrop, and I'm going to take it and own it. All right, cool. Here's me mam's sword. All right. <laughs> cool. Me partner just turned on me, and I'm a loser. Smashing. Hi, I'm going to get beat up while my friend watches. <laughs> that, can I just Sweet. say, by No the way. wonder Charlotte Flair got cheered at the start of this Do you know that segment. sword's named after his actually deceased mother? Oh, I should. Oh, is that real? Uh, yeah, that's real. I think you need to know this so you don't oh, smile at the sword I, I, too I sound much. like a dick now, don't <laughs> yeah. I? You do. <laughs> but I can't tell because he comes out and goes, This sword is named after him. I'm like, I don't care about your sword. I, I, I'm not saying anything negative about your mum, but it's just like. I, Angela was his actual man. Oh. oh well, bad. again, don't, don't tweet it to him. That's just, just like talking about your mum again. Just like, like make it clear on the podcast that you weren't aware of that. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah, aware. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Right. I've saved you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Grab my hand. <laughs> Thank you. I'll pull you out. I'll the tag the Ross. Come on. So anyway, Charlotte Flair cuts a promo celebrating her title win. Crowd are like, yay, Charlotte! And then she has to like turn on them mid-promo. Like, no, I'm, I'm a bad person. He's supposed to cheer my ability and then boo me. And definitely not chant for Becky when I'm in the ring. Mm. Like those disrespectful, disrespectful fans. You're a bad guy. She says she's starting the <laughs> new women's Billie evolution. weird, isn't it? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded like, just the way you're, you're a bad guy at the end. I was like, Billie Eilish. Oh. Yeah. It's always funnier when I've got to... I now know what you mean when you say it's always funny when you've got to explain the joke. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. She's interrupted by not just Jack, but Alexa Bliss and Lily the Puppet, oh. who are just here to say hi. Oh, no. what, you, what's that for? How's the puppet going to catch her doing a moonsault? <laughs> <laughs> I want Charlotte to become the puppet. That's what I want to see happen in this feud. Here's what... Go on. I just want Lily, uh, Alexa to somehow possess Charlotte and make her Lily. That's what I want to see happen, because I think it'd be funny. Charlotte Flair being degraded and, and, and mind-warped and mind-controlled into being a puppet called Lily. Didn't we content I'm think the Dewdrop was going to become the puppet, possibly? Yeah, we did, maybe. Yeah, that yeah, been, it turns that out they right. found something much worse for her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what to make of it. It's going to be weird, isn't it? Like, Charlotte Flair having, like, when she does the old, like, the... The mime routine with oh, the, oh, the yes, the Marx, the Marx Brothers routine. Charlotte's just like it's so great. People are still doing, doing that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What was it? Wasn't Nikki like doing a superhero pose last week? And Charlotte was just like, "What? What's she doing? What's she doing? Yeah, she's just gonna bury it all. It's gonna be great. Yes, can't wait." Rhea Ripley argues. Sorry, agrees to team with Nikki Ash, and they beat Shayna and Nia, who are still arguing. <laughs> They they always argue. Why are they still te- I thought they split. No, Shayna's just very jealous of Nia going to tag team with the opportunity, the queen, Charlotte Flair last they've, week on Raw. Yeah, I thought they split. They've been, no, they've been arguing since... It's like that couple that are always on and off and everyone's... Are they back together? All right, okay then. Okay. RK Bro have their tag title celebration. Yeah. And Riddle presents Orton with a gift, a brand new personalised scooter. AJ and almost interrupt with Styles challenging Riddle to a match. Riddle accepts and wins after AJ gets distracted by Orton, battering almost with a scooter on the outside. <laughs> like Orton. an old one with a handbag. He's like, <laughs> oh, you beast. <laughs> Orton hits Styles the RKO to end the show. Yeah, fine, fine. Yeah, bro. you know. It's really funny during the promo, right? Because AJ Styles says that Randy's got no present for Riddle, right? And he goes, not even a plant. That's the obvious thing to get Riddle because of weed. Mm. Good con. 
content again. That's so it's bad. It's so painful, isn't it? It's just painful. Weed will never not be funny. It'd be great if they like, like don't tease it. Hey, you should get him a plant. Uh, weed. Uh, he smokes weed. <laughs> it's, it's just because weed can't exist. I hope weed can exist in the World Wrestling Federation one time. Just riddles there in the ring. <laughs> weed can exist. Or <laughs> they do a thing like, well, you know, any, you're, you're always, you know, hi. Any story hi. Imagine, no, no, no. You always and he goes, no, no. I'm on, I'm on MD. Imagine <laughs> how great it would be, right? And the like all the sponsors that we have to cater for. If Riddle was a heel. And he just came down to the ring with a big fat bag of ganja. Oh. And just sat in the ring and just started tooting away. Yeah. Oh, I don't give a cow. I'm R- Riddle. Riddle, Riddle tell the to be away. He goes, I don't owe any of you an, an explanation. <laughs> who was that fella on the GCW show whose gimmick was about weed? I've forgotten. <laughs> it could be all of them. Yeah. It knows oh, that, the Grim, Grim Reefer. The Grim Reefer. <laughs> I guess if you get name dropped, get on him in to be uh, the, the sensei to, to heal riddle on Raw in the future. <laughs> roll on, roll off. <laughs> <sighs> That's a top tier comment you made there. Thank you. Well, I made a few bad ones, so I think I'm batting an average of six on this one. <laughs> like Karate Kid, roll on, roll off. Lads, I'm so sorry. Lads, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Was it not, or is it just going to take a no, long time? No, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just going to drag that painful silence out a bit longer. <laughs> Sorry. That's right. Even more NXT. Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase open the show. Grimes talks about his and Ted's difficult relationship at first, which Ted says was a test. Bold We've seen you on the telly for like 35, 40 years, Ted, and that's a test, is it? Not having it. Not having it. Yeah, well, it's unlike my driving test. He passed it. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> they celebrate and Bison Dollars are fired in the crowd. Ah. Later in the night, Grimes right. tries to give the million-dollar title belt back to DiBiase before he leaves, but DiBiase says Grimes can keep it. Grimes thinks that's really nice, then realizing, hang on, this is a replica. Ted laughs, I know. <laughs> that's what they call in the trade a right touch. <laughs> Oh, that was no, a fantastic wow. little bit. They pulled it round. <laughs> All the way back to soccer. Yeah. I was going to say, that was very wow. sorry. Yeah. The right touch. Uh, a lovely ending to Ted DiBiase's little stint in NXT there. Just the so cockiness nice. there reminded me. Pachiti showed me a bit of shooting stars that I'd never seen before. It was so funny. Which bit? Where Robin Gibb from the Bee Gees is there, and Matt <laughs> Lucas comes on on a Santa sleigh because it's the Christmas episode, <laughs> and then he gets... Robin Gibb to help him down from the sleigh it reaches out his hand and Robin Gibb goes to help him and he goes I don't need your help damn you up like a kipper I don't need a BG to get me down <laughs> so good and the guy obviously Robin Gibb I think it's Rob one of the Gibbs is like what's going on here it's really good amazed one of them was on that yeah he didn't, he didn't know what he was in for yeah. yeah bless him Ridge Holland beats Timothy Thatcher Tommaso Ciampa tries to save him from a beatdown, but Oni Larkin and the returning Danny Birch swarm them Holland hits Thatcher with his club. Birch is back. He is, yay. Birch is back. All right. the English lads and only Lorcan as well. It's a right cockney barrel of mangies <laughs> in NXT right now. <laughs> yeah, Ridge Holland, it was all right, him and Thatcher. It's, to me, Thatcher shouldn't be losing a Ridge, but I'll just Are you suffer. seen the size of Ridge? More. 
He's a crisp and a half, let yeah, me tell you. <laughs> that's just all, but it's near bulk. Aye, but it's Ridge, all, Ridge is, all he eats is peanuts. Aye, but Ridge eats full cows, I, I imagine. Oh. Like, full alive Ima- cows. Imagine alive being cows. so big that your name can be Ridge and it's not that weird. <laughs> this, this man is called Ridge. Oh, fair enough, yeah. His finisher looks really uncomfortable. Yeah, that makes sense, wouldn't it? It does make sense, but like not like in the cafe, but just like as if you were taking the move. Oh. You know, like Braun Strowman's power slam was a nice, solid put down on the mat. Ridge looks very uncomfortable. Mm. I wouldn't like to take that finisher. Not, not for me, brother. It doesn't work for me. No, no. Not for me, love. <laughs> Caden Carter. I'm so glad Danny Birch is back. So that we just, just keep on doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Casey Catanzaro beat JC Jane and Gigi Dolan. I felt nothing. Um, once again, I've got written down on the notes just to verify. I felt nothing. Oh, thank you. Yes, I can confirm. Uh, but Caden did do a nice drop kick uh, splash combo. Sick move. Sick combo. SXX. SXX. SXX Tricky Three. Yeah. Whatever it was called. Yeah, well tricky. I was oh. just expecting to see you Aye. pop for SSX. I know. Oh, to tell one. I used to David, oh. David Arquette was in it. Was oh, he, right. played, he played the, the, the one rock, with the big ginger rock, afro? My guy was Simon <laughs> with a P. Simon, he was my character. Simon with a P? Yeah, he was called like Simon. Per Simon. That's not real. No, it wasn't. It was a computer game. But they called him. Piss Simon. He was the punk one. And his special move, he'd spin the snowboard around his neck. Like, and he'd shout, My name isn't real. No, I remember that game. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a good game. It was Simon Simon was the last Simon. No, the P was silent. If there's any Persimons out there, <laughs> no, can you confirm, no, please? it was a, it was a punk. It was spelled like P S I M O. It was silly. If I was on the phone doing a call and someone said, "Hi, Simon," I'm just trying to yeah, Simon. Can no, you spell it? Why P? are you mocking me for my character? I I've never heard of Persimon before. Oh, what a why. silly name Sub Zero is. Like yeah, he's cold. He's cold. Simon's a punk rocker. He's, he doesn't conform to your spellings. Confirm the spellings. If you, if you, <laughs> too cool. I'm if too you, punk to if spell. You, if you played SSX Tricky and and chose Simon as but the character, Simon. please defend him in the comments below. I also like JP. He was my backup choice. Cool. Backup dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Per Simon's definitely going to be one of these NXT names they have now, isn't it? <laughs> it Just wasn't realized. pronounced Per Simon. <laughs> Two drops a stupid name. I've got a better one right here. <laughs> Anyway, Kaylee Ray easy beats Valentina Ferroz. But yeah. it, uh, it was weird because she didn't really get to showcase watches a la boot, did she? Uh, she just did no. some things and. I, but, you, know what, I, you know what I was thinking as well watching her entrance? She didn't, she didn't quite go low enough that she used to do on her old uh, pose. So make, I was thinking she's half arse in this. She makes a K. Yeah. I can't, she does that anymore. She's like she's surfing. Like yeah. she's SFX <laughs> Tricky 3. Yeah, yeah. Like she's Psst. for Simon. Yeah. <laughs> for Simon. Samoa Pajo hits the <laughs> ring to talk about winning the NXT title. But he says he isn't here to celebrate. He's here to be a fighting champ. So Pete Dunn answers the challenge. Who and cares, says He wants the next title. Who cares? He I gets c- in the I ring. Care. Wait, he gets in the ring. But they're interrupted by who? It's nighttime. Nighttime is the right time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rock comes out. If you're smashing. I want old Nigel Thornberry there. Smashing. <laughs> Lord Nelson's trousers. It's a yeti. <laughs> Called LA Knight. Um, He's just 
That line there, he's so good. It's nighttime. He's time. my favourite wrestler. <laughs> it's nighttime. <laughs> nighttime is the right time. It's, it, it belongs on on Saturday night, crappy Bruce Forsyth TV. But he's taking it to NXT. I love LA Knight. And nighttime means old old biddies. <laughs> it's the right time. Yes. Hey. Hey. It's, it's like nighttime. Bruce Forsyth <laughs> It's nighttime is brilliant because it's such a non-threatening statement. But yeah. he's put it. It's nighttime. Nighttime. <laughs> He's the best in the world at what he does. <laughs> he is, and he's smart enough to not get in the ring with Joe and Dunn. But how, what, what right did LA Knight have to ch- to be involved in this segment with all these other winners? And he's lost. It's LA Knight, okay, man. Okay, right, That's sorry, why. Yeah. It's night time. Mean, what, right. <laughs> night time is the right time. It's the, Yeah, he has the right time <laughs> to get in. Oh. Kyle O'Reilly interrupts too. He doesn't have the night time or a belt and says he's earned a title shot. He's jumped by Ridge Holland. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Dunn goes to <laughs> no, attack. Not Ridge. You can do that for Danny Birch. We're not Ridge. That's hey, there. Is that oh, oh, right. oh, yeah, he is. I have to skip all the seconds. Oh, Ridge. He's, he's, I'll try it again. He's jumped by Ridge Holland. Hey, up there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. Dunn goes to attack Joe, but Champa arrives and cuts him off, only for Holland to headbutt him. Dunn and Holland leave while Knight tries to cheap shot Joe, but gets headbutted too. Yeah. Joe and Champa stared Dunn Holland down. Confusing segment, it says. Well, I had to watch it like five times to write these notes because there was so much going on Mm. and and I still didn't quite understand, but I finally got it. There was lots of headbutts being dished out. Kyle was my main takeaway again because it was going so well. I was thinking, oh, sassy, sarcastic Kyle is back until he looked at LA Knight. It might be why I've took issue with it, to be honest with you. He's like, oh, oh, what are you doing well apart from, you know, doing well in like a Stone Cold Steve Austin vest lookalike competition? Get in the bin, man, will Horrible. you? Oh, my God. Is he four years old now? You've got LA Knight, right? Coming out there. <laughs> it's on, night on, time. <laughs> it's night time, and night time is the right time. And Kyle's out there going, are you in a Stone Cold Steve Austin vest lookalike competition? <laughs> Levels. LA yeah. Knight's up there. Sorry, The Rock's up there in Stone... Sorry, Kyle Riley's up there. <laughs> it's night time. K-N-I-G-H-T. Snight. K-N-I. Kyle lost to... Poseidon. Oh, LA Knight is so good. He is. Is he, though? Is yes, he, he okay, is. Sorry. No, but the people the segment. Favorite, I'm going to come down there and be you, or I'm going to do a line that doesn't work and go Pete Dune, like his chair goes circa 2000. Didn't work. LA Knight, next champ. <laughs> Carmelo Hayes beats Odyssey Jones to win the breakout tournament. And then a contract oh, what did Odyssey Jones to win? Man. Man. I, yeah, Carmelo Hayes didn't do much for me this entire tournament. And uh, Ozzy Jones did. So, of course, the WWE is to give the title. The, the smaller guy person. won. Is this Triple H a thumb in the eye for to Nick Khan and the lads upstairs? Oh, oh, and, and the lads upstairs, you mean? Oh, I see. I don't know. I don't oh. know. You can take your big sweaty men and shove them. I don't want this like big sweaty it... man no more. Aye. No. It was a nice shoulder breaker from Ozzy Jones, is my main. Note from that match. It was just a shocking finish. Uh, felt very... Was it a crucifix roll-up type thing? Or did he... Was I that he can't remember. I think it might have... He rolled... <laughs> it's night time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the entire breakout tournament seems very undramatic. They didn't put you much say that on it. You say that, though, but you look at the previous breakout tournament. I think there's been one, hasn't there? Has there been two? Uh, definitely look at the one from the one 2019. 
You know the one from 2019, oh. and everyone in there is prominent on NXT or has been prominent on NXT over the past year or so. So it, it's foreshadowing. We'll see. We'll see. Oh. Come on, Gyro, back again. And obviously, uh, big Duke. I want to call him Duke uh, Hudson. That's not his name, is it? Hudson. Uh, no. Duke Hudson. He's getting a big thing with Kyle. It looks like now. So mm. the, the oh. prominent things are coming. I've just remembered. <laughs> I should have mentioned this elsewhere in the show, but I've just remembered it now. You see Fraser's tweet? No. I know what he's going to say. If you could have any recorded song as your entrance music, what would it be? Mine would be, this is Fraser, Sugar We're Going Down by Fallout Boy. It's a weak choice. I like the song, but as an entrance music... Did we not discuss this on something else? Did we? Maybe just in real life. Because Maybe then, we did, Because yeah. then, then Mitch jumped in, and I've got to be careful because I've still not met him in person, but, and he's a wonderful man, but then he said, yeah, I've got to side with Jack here. Mine would be... Radioactive by Imagine Dragons? Ah. Oh, dear, Mitch. Mitch. Oh, dear, Mitch. Now, I need to be careful as well, because I've not met Mitch either. But Mitch, that's an awful, awful choice. Uh, Yeah, Mitch Mitch could literally give us the great Carly thump on top of the head. He's that tall. Mitch is tall, he says, but it would be really funny if he showed up and he was just lying. (laughs) (laughs) He says he's tall. Like like a Tinder date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not quite as tall as you said. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. No, that thank you for bringing it up. I had to just bring that up there. Uh, Zion Quinn gets an upset win over Boa after Bo was distracted by his leader, 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 Mei Ying. Yeah, I didn't know why. why it seems like they're going backwards in this storyline now. Mei Ying, was, she'd got them under control. She was ruling the roost. And now there's dissension. In, why is she distracting Boa now? Have I missed <sighs> something in this story, maybe? I'm, I missed the name of whoever Boa fought. What was his name? Who? The guy who Boa fought? Uh, Zion Quinn. I've written down Ken Shamrock, but if he was a Spice Boy, because I missed his name. <laughs> it was like Ken Shamrock, but if he was from Liverpool circa <laughs> 2015. Zion the, yeah. It's a good look. It is a look that we all should aspire to be. If if Liverpool had a Geordie Shaw, or maybe he is just Ken Shamrock from Geordie well, Shaw. Well, I, mm. I heard a rumour that it was originally meant to be in Liverpool, because Mersey Shaw rhymes with Jersey Shaw. Ah. Oh. Mersey Shaw. But we got one back there, didn't we, Newcastle upon time? That's for the City of Culture of 2005. <laughs> That's uh? right. Oh, I had to explain to my friend that went, what, what, why is it called upon time? I went, because it's the River Tyne. We're upon it. Mm. It's a very old name. That's how things are named. Well, which Newcastle? Oh, the one upon time. Ah. <laughs> Zion Quinn is the former Aussie Rules footballer who they got in. That's him now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember. Or rugby. One of the two. Ooh. An Australian sportsman. Yes. <laughs> He's a cricketer. He's not yeah. a cricketer. <laughs> hey, it's one of the three. Bowling shine. Uh, Legado del Fantasma beat Hit Row in a big six-man tag team main event. Could have been on NXT TakeOver, but I'm actually glad they didn't have right. it, so it wasn't too stuffed. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott <coughs> looked troubled by these developments. Big dollar. Top. Has big money. Room. Big monkey flips. Their monkey flips at the start of the match were sensational. Now, guys, are we giving too much credit to Hit Row and not enough credit to the bumping and feeding abilities of Legado <laughs> del Fantasma? Potentially. Both both teams were good. Oh, of course. I got one of them on Facebook. So, yeah, big ups to them. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh. I like how... Is it Santos Escobar? It's the hot one. Oh, that could be any of them. Exactly. Oh. Uh, who is it, then? Uh, my, oh, oh, wait, wait. Uh, well, it's either Raul or... What's his NXT name? DJZ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't want to say his real name. Zima Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xavier. Joaquin Wilde. Oh, Joaquin Wilde, that's it. Yeah. It's Joaquin Wilde. Joaquin Wilde. 
Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix is the actor. Joaquin Wild, yeah. like, like Wet n Wild. Joaquin, who's the one? Who's the fella I know from home? Was what, the, the, the Northeastern wrestler? Joaquin Phoenix. The, no. no, that's the no. actor. <laughs> you said it again. <laughs> Isn't it, it not like Jay Phoenix? Sorry. Jonah Phoenix. Jonah Phoenix. Oh. I've made that mistake twice on camera now. That's great. It's good. That's that your thing. Who's, yeah. my, who's, you many who's my friend? I grew up with Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. My friend Joaquin Phoenix. No, that's the actor. Joaquin Phoenix. Wait. <laughs> so yeah, great, great, great big six man match that we completely ruined by no, talking about. No, Legado Fantasma. I thought the big difference between the two teams is that the Legado lads they were a well oiled machine. Mm. Their tag team wrestling was straight from the textbook, and that's as high as a compliment I can give them with my professional wrestling analysis. Yeah. And there was a shock at the end with the lady, the lady coming down with the pipe. Yes, she, she whacked the pipe. I don't, no riddle, no, <laughs> no. And she she smacked. I don't know what her name is. The lady in Hit and Hit Row. Oh, uh, uh, um, oh man, the lady from Hit Row. You've got I, you've I got Top Dollar. Top you've got Ashanti. You've got Swerve Scott, and you've got ah. Uh, Young Jamie, could you fill in the time uh, for us with a Google? No, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. But that, that was the crucial difference for me between the two sides. One was uh, four individuals working on a same tag team, whereas the other four were in actual one person. B-Fab. B-Fab! <laughs> B-Fab! That's a great name. How do we forget that? B-Fab. 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 Mm. Oh. There we go. Sorry to B-Fab. Sorry, B-Fab. Make sure you keep, keep your kit, Fab. Oh, oh. That, can, that, can, that should be a line in one of their hit row raps. You should write yo, them yo, for this them. is B fab, <laughs> but I can keep, keep my K fab. Ross Tweddle, after you match, I'm going to eat a key. Deliberately bob. cringed throughout my wonderful rap a few weeks ago, and now you've just done that. Because we're on camera, Jack. I was, yeah. I was, I watched it back, obviously, to see how I'd done, and I was distraught to find that my friend <laughs> Ross hadn't supported me fully throughout. Well, you're cocoa <laughs> bananas, you are. Let me tell you. <laughs> Because, because in contrast, you had Tom Campbell who was encouraging me like a primary school teacher when I'm doing like the school play or whatever. He's like, you can do it, Jack. You can do this rap. Yeah, but Tom's like encouraging you. Then when the cameras went off, oh, I went, oh, when the cameras, oh, he's Tom a, was slandering you, wasn't he? To he's your a, face, he's a dark man. Off when the cameras turn off, <laughs> when he's when he's uh, switching off himself with his foot. AEW <laughs> Dynamite. Orange Cassidy beats Matt Hardy in a surprisingly <laughs> intense opening match with Matt suffering a broken nose halfway through. Oh, God. You know what? Uh, Matt Hardy and AEW, these past few, well, I think everything's past the Sammy feud. I've been like, all right, it's Matt Hardy. Who cares? He was great this yeah, match was. because all the little bits of uh, Orange Cassidy doing the hands in the pocket, uh, pocket, pocket, <laughs> and then Matt doing it and going, Wait, loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And we've got the top rope and doing the thing and then put his hands in the pockets, yeah. get his nose broken, <sighs> sadly. But then it, God, it was a bleeder. Yeah. I mean, you don't want a little dribble. You don't want a Lex Luger at, uh, versus Flair from 88. You it want looked nasty, man. Had a human body yeah. land on his head. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Orange Cassie with the finish. It's like, oh, what's he going to do? Is it a T-back? <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Got rolled through, gets legs there, puts hands in his pockets, and does that pin. I went, has he done that before? And I've just not noticed. I've never seen that one before, I don't think. Yeah. I thought this was cracking. It was, it a, was lovely, a lovely blend of like silly bollocks and also good wrestling. Yeah. And also gnarly bits as well. Yeah. And, Everything you want. And Matt Hardy, man. He, he was great in this match, as you say, but he's just had rotten luck sometimes in AEW. Yeah. I know you make your own luck and jumping off a scaffold might not, but in this match, you wouldn't expect to get your nose broken. Yeah, Orange Cassidy, he's a safe worker. If you had to choose, if you had to choose anyone on the AW roster to land on you and be not 
damaged by it. He would be he would be up there, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, maybe a second or third pick. Marco Stunt. Marco would be top. Stunt. Yeah. 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 Who would have thought though you get juice from an orange? Alex uh, Abrahentes. Uh, like, oh. I just thought that. Oh. Oh. It's night time. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho comes out to, to prolong his feud of MJF. Oh, no, it says oh, it. Boy. He says that he'll put his career on the line to get a rematch. MJF comes out and agrees. Why MJF? Even though he's already made he's already made Jericho tap out quicker than someone listening to a fuzzy CD. Ah. Move on, Chris, you petulant child. <laughs> it's over. You lost. Deal with it. You say that, but then Jericho says, if I lose, then I'll become a commentator full time. No, Jericho, Chris. I've never won you to win a match <laughs> more in your entire career. I mean, him in small doses is all right, but you can't have an hour and a half of him going, yeah, David Lee Roth. Baby. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, um, just, that's just the pre-tape. Uh, the Lucha Brothers beat the Varsity Blondes. Yes. They'll face Jurassic Ray Express. Phoenix. To decide the number one contenders for the books tag titles, what were you saying? Ray Phoenix. That's all my that, analysis. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. I thought Griff especially was keeping up with Ray Phoenix in the early oh, stages of the match. Oh, nice Mr. Re- Garrison. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Griff Garrison. Mr. Garrison. Yeah, with lovely reversals and whatnot to counter the flippy bollocks and, and also Brian as well. It was just a good match, wasn't it? I wasn't mm. expecting Griff especially because I think JR was on about how long his limbs are. And it must, it can't be easy. Long, he has got lovely long limbs. <laughs> he has got lovely long limbs. It can't be easy to move as quick as Ray Phoenix when he got limbs that long. Mm. So the fact he was keeping up should be commended. Yeah, it's very good. Commended. A good match. Give uh, him the purple star. I like how they've yeah. gone all out. The longest legs. That's what, they, that's what they do in the war. They go, well, you got the longest legs. It's the purple, purple heart for bravery. Purple heart, that's the one, not the purple star. Purple star. <laughs> I like... It's like the teacher gives you for getting all the questions right. <laughs> I like how... Um, oh, the purple star's knocked me. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, I liked how they've just gone all in with the cheesy varsity blondes. Because I think it looked like... I know it was maybe the locker room, but when they did the little promo beforehand, it looked like they were in like a high school like hallway, like rows of lockers. I like it. I like it. I saw that friend of the channel, but not of me, because she hasn't asked me to do anything yet, Denise Salcedo... Just saying. Big um, ups, big ups, Denise. Uh, well, she. Uh, I've never, never talked to you, but hey. Well, she, <laughs> oh. she tweeted saying. Oh. oh. She, no, carry on. Oh. oh. No, I want to know. I want to know what no, love no. is. I must have seen. Fill the time you. while Matthew you got seems. You've got the big follow from Hollywood Salcedo. Well, wait, wait, no, this is supposed to be some in the background while you. Do oh, right, yeah. This is. Well, I've not nothing planned it. Okay, um, so. <laughs> She tweeted saying, at high school, you were one of the two groups. The varsity blondes, who are like, I guess, like the preppy jog folk. Do not follow you? Huh? No. Denise, <gasps> what are you doing? That's Matthew of no, Pachamania. Guys, you pricks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other side was Jurassic Express. And I was like, I don't think I found either of those camps. Oh, to me be neither. I was somewhere in the middle. You have a Varsity or Jurassic Express? Oh, yeah. it's definitely Jurassic Express. <laughs> <laughs> so you get it. Because lots of people got it and I just didn't get it at all. I was like, so I'm either a jock or a dinosaur boy? Yeah. Okay. Well, which which table would you say you were in at school? Best friends. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. No, the most city machine guns because I'm so rock and roll. Yeah. Look at my hand. Yeah. That's where I live. David in, Blaine. In Michigan. yeah. Super elite, me. Super elite. Super elite. I'm six foot five. Yep. Shoot from the three point line. Yep. All that sort of stuff. That's me in high school. Mm. Big dick energy. Oh, big swinging dick energy. If you were in an AW stable in high school, 
Okay, cool. Tom was like, no, go away. Orange Cassidy over there, he just doesn't yeah. care. Leave me alone. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> like this conversation. No, after Match Wrestling Express, get in the ring. The Bucks sneak in the apron and shove them into Pender and Phoenix. It almost calls a brawl, but Jungle Boy and Phoenix dive on the Bucks. And oh. they're all like, oh, we respect We're not you. falling for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. Uh, Jimmy Hater, woof, beats Red Velvet with Britt Baker at ringside. How does he get away with this? If we did that, how does he get away? I'm just saying, Jamie Hayter. It looks great. She does? She does. She hasn't been seen since 2019. She spent all the time in the gym? Yeah, <laughs> she's, been, you know, she's just been locked in a gym. Yeah. After the match, Britt and Hayter beat down Velvet, but Chris Statlander runs in for the save. Britt leaves her belt in the ring, and Statlander holds it up. Oh. Britt is still getting cheered outside of Pittsburgh. She's brilliant, though. She's brilliant, oh, nice. Yeah, she's brilliant, yeah. brilliant, bigger. It'll be interesting to see what <laughs> AEW do with unintentionally popular... Britt Baker, considering she's supposed to be a bad person, but she's just so damn good at being bad. Mm-hmm. What to do? How do you do it? How do you get the great Britt Baker off? Jack swore immediately after that line. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed in myself. Can't believe it. Thank Matthew liked it. It sounded quite sexual. Then. How do you get the great Britt Baker off? Yeah. yeah. How do you get her off? You're like, eh? you're like those NFL dudes get the ball. Yeah, 70 yard run. <laughs> just before the line, they drop the ball for uh, no reason. I, what I meant was, how do you get this crowd reaction? I'll, I'll be honest, I shoehorned it in slightly. She's going to have to murder an alien somehow. Just like yeah. get an actual alien and just like kill it. <laughs> an actual alien. Stab it. An actual alien. Like that, Ant and Deck, fantastic film from oh, the oh, Alien oh. Autopsy. I was not expecting to see that thing ever <laughs> what a film. again. I forgot that even, that's unlocked something I've in never, my brain. I've never even seen it. Have, Have you seen, I've seen one scene where they've got an alien sort of laying on a table, like they're dissecting it or something. That's all I've seen from that film. Yeah, because it's like the, wow, we're going really far back here for the people who were like, we don't even remember the brood, Matthew, but <laughs> uh, there was a very famous, like, supposed to look real Based footage of like truth, an alien yeah. autopsy. That's, it wasn't. Oh, it might have been. Art and Dex was real, though. Yeah, yeah. And, Dex was and real, Britt yeah. Baker's can be real, too. I think that was a pretty good film, if I remember. Maybe I was just a kid, and I was like, ooh, Art and Dex. Anyway. I saw the trailer for it. I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> you wouldn't have been that young, I'm sure. It was like 2005, six sort of time. Yeah. I was pretty young. I'm a young lad. Come 13, on. 4, mm-hmm. 13, 12, 13. Not right around there. You've we got your senses by that age. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> We get some backstage developments. Oh, but we've got to mention Red Velvet's really bad moonsault. What was that about? Oh. Where she went for the stand and moonsault but just missed, and then Jamie Hayter capitalised on that mistake. Yeah. What was that about? I think because Jamie Hayter has gained so much mass during this that it actually has an orbiting system, and Red Velvet accidentally got caught in it and was thrown aside. A force yes. field. Yeah, because she got the orbit of the, the various moons that she has to leave backstage because the referees won't allow it in AEW, <laughs> despite the relaxed rules and Mike Chioda going off on one on the referees this week. Aye. Um, yeah, the referees do not allow moons orbiting the large muscular wrestlers, so she did that and she went whoop and just missed. Happens to the best of us. The lariat at the end was good. Yeah. She yes. did do that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good It was a nice order. snug match. Yeah, crowd didn't care, but yeah. We'll get there with Jamie Hayden. It's only she, week two. She hasn't. She wasn't doing a lot before when she was in AEW, if I remember correctly. No, she, she was, was just. Was it with B Priestley more than? I think so. She had a few matches here and there. I don't remember any of them. Just think of Robert Mugabe. Robert Mugabe Priestley. <laughs> Not again. Not, the... Not Mugabe <laughs> getting named for the second week in a row. Robbie, Bloody what's he <laughs> Former dictator of Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, "All right, P." <laughs> 
When Fortnite do the Robert Mugabe part. Dark Order did a bit where it looks like they might be teasing a new leader. Leader. Oh. Yeah, Doc, Doc Order and Turmoil. Well, anyone know any dictators are going up and going up? As Alex Reynolds argues with Evil Uno about the stable abandoning Hangman. So they have a bit of discussion then. People are like, aren't we supposed to be getting along? And everyone goes, hey, Colt, how can we ask you? And then we move on quickly. Yes, they could be teasing, I reckon they could be teasing Bray Wyatt here. If they like Ooh, threaten Nelly. the Dark Order splitting up and then Bray comes in and brings them all back together. Or, or would, we, would we have like like Hollywood and Wolfpack? Would we have like heel ah. Dark Order with Bray presumably at the helm? To be an actual got, Wolfpack then. And then you've got all the all the lovable lads from the Dark Order like Sil your Silvers, your Reynoldses, your... This is... Yeah, who knows a lovable man? How dare you? Yeah, but he'll be corrupted by the fiend. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, it's you very press ten vances. I was gonna, they can't use the fiend. Can't I'm, I'm assuming the fiend is WWE property. Probably there is because the pop, the pop funk. There's a yeah. Thing. There's a Funko Pop coming out. <laughs> pop funk. The pop funk. Pop funk. Yes. <laughs> I'm done with the kids. Yeah, Bruno Mars <laughs> fiend crossover coming um, is coming out. It's a Christmas related one, but yeah. they've obviously had planned for a while now. Kind of awkward. That's all. I, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, hopefully, you still get residuals. Uh, elsewhere, the bunny offers Tay Conti a contract to join the HFO. I've, I've rammed a few of these segments together because it's quite yeah. Conti tears it up and they brawl. Ooh. Ooh. And then later, in a weird kind of way of building it up, which they sometimes do in A dub, Moxie reveals that he sent a contract to New Japan and had it returned with one signature Satoshi Kojima. Kojima. And they'll be fighting at A dub. All out. Do you think this is just this a, is a weird way a Moxley, of building it up? But, uh, I think it's a bit of a Moxley dream match. I think you just really wanted to wrestle Kojima. Yeah. Right. I think they're hoping that this, but the probably is, we can, a lot of New Japan crossover. I mean, I'm but, a huge fan of Metal Gear Solid 2. So if I was going to wrestle Kojima, then oh, I think that'd be fine. Wow. Thank you. I hate when Jack does these nerdy references for no reason. I've got reason. no idea what's going on. I did it. I got involved. Oh, you have played Metal Gear Solid 2. I've, I've heard the name John hey, Moxley. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'll pretend to it's get It's a very that. weird game where it has an odd ending. So. I know the guy with the, the thing, the monocle, and it's got his big big shooting thing. Yes. Is that, that him? Yeah, that's like him. a thing on his eye, hasn't he? And the big that's gun. A, yes. Metal Gear Solid? Is that yeah. Him? That's a one, yeah. All right. Was that Liquid? Is that Liquid Snake? No. Yeah. Who's the guy with the monocle? Is it liquid? No, no, no. The model will be the, the eye patch. I'm being nice. Oh, the eye patch. Oh, the eye patch. Yeah. oh big boss. But it does look kind of funky Man. and cool in the later ones. So. Yeah, fair It'll be so good if your thing is like Andrew Astor's teaching nerd culture. <laughs> It'll be like in Clockwork Orange. You've got the eyes. <laughs> it's like, all right, he's, he's, he's Evangelion. He's Akira. That's the thing. I just never... Uh, watching you share those gamer signs from AEW each week, I just feel like I, I drift further and further away from wrestling fans. And I'm, I, just, <laughs> I, I, I belong less and less. I've got no idea what any of them mean at all. If it makes you feel better, these are just nerds who are like, I want to voice my opinion. And nerds love voicing their opinion. <laughs> love voicing their opinion. So that's why it's this new trend that's come out. Because uh, all it took was one person going, Final Fantasy VIII is not very good. It's like, oh, oh, really? Is that all you think? And then, so. Yeah. This got so, brought up last night, actually, during my little night out. Be crazy people. Oh no! Yeah, carry I'm on. Twitter, and I agree with that message. Carry on. I'll, I'll talk while you're doing a promo. But like seeing Punk's the corners in FIFA. Yeah, no, like, it's like seeing Punk's big returns still have this giant sign. By Audio him. listeners, Matthew has produced a sign that it's reads like, "Fix like, the corners in FIFA." That's right. I brought this up during my little night out last night. Um, Did you? Yeah, where I, I was going to make a point about how the signs are getting 
too, like people are too invested in the signs, basically. And then as I was explaining what had happened to non-wrestling fans, I was like, so they've started taking sides to wrestling shows, and one of them said something like, Final Fantasy V was the best, and one of the group, one of the group just went, six! And I went, oh, they've proved my point exactly then. This is exactly, people get way too Because <laughs> this is like, if there's any subreddit or anything, there'll be the, co- the question, hey, what's the best game of this series? Like every week, it's like, oh, okay, we go again. So the fact that someone's like, you know what? I wish I'll put more effort into this. Do you know what? what? I'm going to get good seats to a wrestling event. Because <laughs> you can tell the good seats because you can see them on camera and express my opinion. And other people are going, sod yeah, I'm going to this wrestling show with the explicit purpose of bringing my nerd side <laughs> to annoy my three friends on this one Reddit. And it's amazing to see. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. You've just But at the same it. time, it's CM, CM Punk's big giant return. And it was the side of the background was like, oh, was it RPG I've never even heard of? Um, like, Legends of the Steel Empire is better than Fantasy VII. It's like, yay! <laughs> I miss the days of puns. We need more puns uh, now. Our wrestling signs about the wrestlers. Mm. Yeah, it's night time. For example, it's night time. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Tony Schiavone brings out CM Punk, and they do a nice bit where he's like, "CM Punk, what are your plans here?" It's like, Tony, I can't hear you yeah. from the crowd reaction. Punk's so charming. He's become a lot more charming. Hopefully, uh, he's he's leading a revolution for for those of us who like to wear Fred Perry, but also (laughs) aren't a member of the Proud Boys. Because you know, over here in the UK, I started wearing Fred Perry because of sort of football terrace culture and sort of going to the matches and whatnot. That's all what people wear, and it's just a nice brand of clothing, very nice, very high quality, all that kind of stuff. You wear it on a video. People from America see you wearing a Fred Perry polo, not the black one with the yellow bits, the yellow tips that the Proud Boys wear. Just any Fred Perry polo, and you're accused of being a Proud Boy. I'm not a Proud Boy. I just like Fred Perry. Uh, it's so thank you CM Punk for wearing Fred Perry um, on, on AEW and, and hopefully getting that brand's reputation back across in the states of the Americas. It's just funny hearing, I was just imagining Ross's speech there, which is very well justified by the way, because Fred Perry has been co-opted by the alt-right. But just listening to Ross's speech there, not knowing what a proud boy was, so just Ross going, I'm not a proud boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very ashamed of myself. Because I, I thought it was all, like, all Fred Perry would be, had been adopted by them, but Jack Atkins upstairs, the, the fashion, the fashionista. Yeah, yeah, we've got one as well upstairs, Richard. Ah, it's not just better you. than you, yeah. Richard. We've got, we've got a drippy man he as well. He lends people his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I had his shoes on last week. He was like, no, no, don't worry, Ross, because he's he's, he likes a bit of Fred Perry as well, but uh, just it's the black one with the yellow tips, which I saw on Google last night. Fred Perry have, have discontinued that particular polo shirt because of the Proud Boys. So if you are a wrestling fan and you like Fred Perry too, let's wear it together. Fred Perry Sam against Proud the Boys. Way. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yes. I can't wait for Sam Punk to turn up in his stony island. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. He reiterates his reasons for being in A-Dub and again calls out Darby Allen, saying that he'll face him at All Out. He wonders if he can still go in the ring. Crowd chant, yes, yes, yes. And Punk says, ah, that's someone else's shtick. Be a bit more patient there. Ooh. Who do you think he's talking about? Sonny? Yes. Well, okay. Um, I feel. I think he's nice. talking about historic dictator of Zimbabwe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's talking about... Oh, uh, I think he's talking... <laughs> Who, could, who else could it possibly be? Who? Wait, didn't Brian take the yes chance from, was it Diego Sanchez, the UFC fighter? He used to shout yes on his way to the ring for positive reinforcement. Oh, I don't man. know if he took it from that, but he 
he said like he was told like just be really happy like he was yes yeah oh, that was the, the first time because he was doing it when he won the the title he, he thought was, like, he was retained class. via count out yeah, yeah. Like, yes, yes Monica yes. Geller Monica Geller that's where they came from oh, oh, good. and the seven zones what a scene mm. the seven zones mm. sailed the seven zones sail again seven <clears> zones <throat> thank you. Darby Allen teams with John Moxie, Eddie Kingston to beat Cesar Bononi, mm. Ryan Nemeth, and JD Drake Road dressed kill. as uh, <laughs> it was a roguel for Big Bubba Rogers. That's <laughs> the thing, but whatever. After the match, Daniel Garcia jumps Darby from behind. And then Can the I just say okay, go on. John Moxley is getting massive. He is a big boy. He is he's nearing Maybe the Jamie what? Hater scale at this point. <laughs> so point nine. He is what is Renee feeding that man at home? Because I want to know. John Moxley I is come a round big for boy. Yeah? Yeah. Renee, if you're taking requests, <laughs> I'll come round for Open tea. your house to the public. I've been having a good feeding. Uh, um, he is looking big. He is a big boy. I found him to be... Uh, what's the word? Um, inexplicably angry on Rampage when he was calling out... Uh, was it... 2.0. Mm-hmm. He's going, I'm going to murder 2.0. And I was like, calm down. It's just a lower card sort of feud. Is it because Punk turned up and he felt a bit insecure? And he wanted, it's about me and Moxley, come on. He was nah, speaking Renee about- just messaged him saying, oh, sorry, you can have three steaks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> now he was speaking about like um, how he, he carried the, the company through the pandemic year and being a main event and stuff. Saying, yeah. was it on our tier list? Mm, maybe. Mm. Oh, that's good, actually. So they're, maybe oh, they're sowing the seeds for a Moxley great, Punk yeah. Oh, I've I've carried this company. I've done everything you've asked, and sent all these extra degrees. Crawl broken glass. Ah. Because as we all know, CM Punk gave John Moxley his initial job yes. in the World Wrestling Federation, the Shield, by hiring the Shield. Yeah. Ah. Real story. I didn't write it. No one else wrote it. It's real life. <laughs> <laughs> the elite hit the ring to cut a promo on Christian. Christian oh. interrupts and shows a video of their history. I think, I think we're going to see an appearance by my boy, but we'll carry on, sorry. Okay. With Don Callis blackballing Christian from Canada to make room for a 10-year-old Omega. <laughs> funny, that. That was good. Christian accuses Don of manipulating Omega, who asks Christian, well, yeah, you think you know me? <laughs> that was really funny, that. I like that. I, I legitimately laughed. The elite beat Christian down... <laughs> Until the Elite yes, Hunter! the Elite Hunter! He's so rubbish. <laughs> he's not, he hunts How him down. He's always late. How can he be late when you know where they're going to be? They've been out there for mm. 10 minutes. Is that an Elite member on the horizon? <laughs> I'm the Elite the one, Hunter. The one-man army, <laughs> Frankie Gazarian. What is he doing backstage that means he's always on the scene a bit late? He's so rubbish. He's hunting the Elite. Well, he's in his 40s, he's doing stretches. <laughs> Gazarian. Did you do that? Asking about theme music. Yes, old what? cars. <laughs> What's the story you told about? Was it hot? Uh, it was hot or uh, yeah. I like your theme music. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, How do you like me now? Frankie so, Kazarian, the elite hunter man. I want his Tron to just be that gif of him getting kicked in by the elite and then knackers out at launch of the basketball. <laughs> 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 the elite hunter can beat up. We need to have it explained why he's always late, though. That's what I want to see on my AEW soon. Yeah. Just a, a, a cutscene backstage. Just him and the bogs hearing, like, the Elite's music in the distance. <laughs> oh, my God! The Elite Hunter detect! Ross, do you remember when oh. we were coming back from Dallas right after Mania and the trouble we had because we knew we were a little bit late at the airport putting in our details oh, on man. the machine? That's how Frankie Kazarian is when he hears oh. the Elite. He panics. He's like, I've got to get there. But it just makes... He laces up his boots. It takes a long time. I was, I was very stressed. Yeah. 
I thought we were going to miss the plane. We got stuck in that that dastardly Dallas traffic to the airport, oh. and I was like on the machine getting it wrong. Oh, we got there though. We did. We made it. We got on the plane. Another oh. Friends reference. We're here all day hey. and all night. Uh, the Gun Club beat the factory after distraction from Paul White on commentary, which scares QT Marshall into a roll-up. I think oh Colton. Dear. I think Colton got the pinfall there. Colton is like twenty-six nil. On AEW. He's unbeatable. <laughs> He's unbeatable. He's got more wins than he does years on the planet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nothing to add there. It's Colton Gunn. And Dan Lambert cuts a promo saying AEW doesn't contain real men. <laughs> and that the fans aren't real men either. Real men are Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, who coincidentally are his allies at the minute. Yeah, just lots of old man talk here. And it's done well. Dan Lambert is a good talker. Mm. I don't know where it's going, though. No. Maybe I've had to know. I'm confused why they've paired him with um, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. He says that Scorpio Sky is a former MMA man, doesn't yeah. he? At one point, and he says Ethan Page is a black belt in something. But I'm just confused why they've paired him with him because Scorpio Sky can talk. Ethan Page is a good talker. They don't need a manager, I don't think. Dan Labbard is a good talker, though, isn't he? Yeah, he is good. But I guess they can't do the real. Can they do the real man shtick? They're more manly than us. Are we are we the barometer for a professional wrestling fan on the manly scale? Oh, I'm, I hope not. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. if we are, they could be their own talkers. But if they're not, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, we'll see where guns. Oh wait, Malachi Black takes on Brock Anderson in the main event and absolutely destroys him. Yes, that's right. Brock Anderson main evented. Uh, he grabs a steel chair after the match, but Arn stands in the, his way <laughs> and blocks it. the black man. <laughs> it was sick. He's like a Jedi. He knows. Yeah. He knows. He's experienced. He's, he did his homework. <laughs> so Malachi kicks him in the cock and balls <laughs> and it's in the black mask to close the show. A weird episode of A-Dub Dynamite. You missed out the big save at the end. Shotty Lee came down Did for he? some reason. Big Shotty. He was a bit like the elite hunter because he was very late. Mm. Very, very late. Him, him and Frank, you were tripping over each other to get there. <laughs> I need to sec the tape. I saw some people saying that this wasn't a very good AEW Dynamite compared to the craziness of the past few weeks with Punk and everything else happening. But you know what? I thought it was an excellent episode of AEW Dynamite. Not just because of the wrestling or the crazy stuff happening in the Codyverse, but because of one person and their one sign, front row. DJ, hit it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Join us, Goldaholic, finally! Thank you to Nicole there, uh, a lovely woman who we've met in Las Vegas, actually. Um, yeah, she's got us on TV. There you go. No gamer references. No gamer references. <laughs> That's a real man sign from Nicole. Thank you, Dan Nicole. Lambert would approve. Dan Lambert Dan would approve. Lambert would no approve. Nerds. I'll tell you what, lads. Some people might be thinking I've forgotten about my move of the week. I haven't, though, because this is it. Taking that sign through the doors of the arena, down the stairs to the front row, that is my move of the week. I didn't forget about it because there was that much wrestling. No, I did not. No. This was definitely deliberate. It's purely speculation. Yes. Why would you say such a thing? That, is that the weekend yeah. wrestling done? Certainly is. Oh. Shivani is God. There was a trios match, and you should join Goldaholic. Yes. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> oh, let's have a little look in the mailbag, if anybody is still listening. Number one. Hello, Goldaholic champions of life. Oh. I'm Matthew. He says in brackets, not Mafu, from Scotland. Yes, that's right. Face, the face accent button. you constantly mimic. Oh. <laughs> but that's by the by. <laughs> I'll get on to my question because I know it's been a long week for you guys. Hey. After Becky debacle at SummerSlam, mm. I ask you this. In your opinion, has there 
even been ever been good reason for a squash slash very quick match? If so, give an example of a time you felt it really did work for a particular rivalry slash angle. In 2021, with all the talented wrestlers we have, it just always deflates me to see a squash match and it bums out the live crowd. All the best, diddlers, Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Now, this is an interesting question. I've got one in my mind. Because, I've got one in my mind. Too. Well, I've got go one on in my right. mind as well. Oh, go on, Jack. You don't get it. But what I was going to say first was just that squash matches, some of them, like they, they, I'm guessing they were invented to serve a purpose. I think he's meaning that one of the scale of Becky versus Bianca Got Bella, you, yeah. got you. Well, then I do have one in mind. Do you want to go first? Go then? on, then. You go first. I'll probably take one that someone's... Do, do it! Who cares? Oh, I'll go for Goldberg Ziggler. <gasps> oh, that's a fantastic... That's way better than mine. Oh, that's oh. a good one, yes. Um, that was funny. It was yep. a big icon squashing an annoying lad. Yeah, what more can you want? And Ziggler played it perfectly as well with the whole... It's just a flesh wound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were, what were Running yours? away. Oh, so good. <laughs> what were yours? I was going to say at the same time. I thought it was a really obvious one. Three, two, one. Goldberg Lesner, versus Goldberg. Oh. Goldberg versus Goldberg. Goldberg versus Lesnar. That's an even better one than the one I was series. going for. Survivor Series 2016. We spoke about it a few weeks ago. Yes. How initially I was like, I wanted WrestleMania 20 rectified, but then Dragon Izu, that wise old <laughs> dragon in the corner. <laughs> he was like, no, no. They have made headlines. Please keep calm. That is how he speaks. <laughs> yes, it's very zen. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a cracking one. I'll, right. Again, the, the 19th time I told sorry, me and the rest of the ICW locker room and the other Inside the Ropes dudes watching it in the pub after Fear and Loathe and going, yay, Goldberg. Uh, yeah, I was going to go with Lesnar Cena. Mm. That's a good one as well. From yeah. SummerSlam, which it... where before it became completely drawn out. And it, that when Lesnar annihilating Cena felt like such a wonderful thing. It's not a squash in the sort of short sense of the word, but it was a squash in terms of dominance. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did it with a plum. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you, you Cena eventually recovered. One of my favorite words mm. up there with tomfoolery. I like manifesto. Manifest, it sounds like a magic trick. Yeah, I like that one. Um, tomfoolery. Tomfoolery is a good word. Yeah. Razzmatazz. Razzmatazz is a good one. Razzmatazz. Uh, what are we doing? Lads? Yeah, anyway, sorry. <laughs> With the likes of Cameron Grimes, Vincent Mann, the Young Bucks, and Okada all appearing on Money, which wrestler would you like to see immortalized on currency? Ooh. Yours truly, bear with me, former winger for the Nigerian national football team, uh, Finity George. Oh, Unbelievable George. scenes. Finity George watches the podcast. Richard. Is that people real? at home who don't know who <laughs> Finiti George is, get on that Google machine. I can't believe it. Uh, let's have a look at F. Ha ha ha. I N I D I. I N I D I George. There he is. Used to play for Ipswich Town. There he is, Finiti George. He's a fan of the Big fan, fan of the, of the podcast. Is that really him? Can you believe it? Wow. No. Go on his Wikipedia, Richard. Have a look at his career stats. I'm on it. I'm on it. Stunning, I'm on it. I'm on it. Stunning footballer. Does he have a Twitter? Does he follow us? 295, I doubt it. I assume so. He's a six for three winger. It's, a, it's an incredible feat. He's 295 appearances, league appearances, with 68 goals for a winger. That's that's a good return. Is that just overall? Aye. Not all too is, bad at all. 35 appearances for Ipswich, seven goals. That's a good hit rate for a oh. winger. Also played for Ajax, Real Betis, Mallorca, and then back to Mallorca after Ipswich. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, no um, offence to Ipswich. Uh, 62 caps for Nigeria and six Gola Roonies. Fan of the podcast. And he's a fan of the show. Of course he is. It says it right here. 
anyway, uh, thank you very much, uh, Finiti. Finiti George. Finiti George there. So yeah. which wrestlers would we like to see on currency? I would like to see Volta take up a euro. Note. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Uh. Oh, no, in fact, I changed my answer. I would like to see Rampage Brown, hyphen, the best professional wrestler in Europe, take up a euro note. Yeah, that makes sense. To give him his full name. I like the idea of it, but I would go with D'Lo Brown, Europe's greatest champion. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. On yeah. the euro. I'd go for yeah. the classic dollar mock-up that they always do. We, the Shane's done it, you know, um, Cameron Grimes this week. But I think that if anyone's going to become like, it's not who you think I'm going to say, if anyone's going to become like a tyrant, a dictator, it's not him. I think CM Punk. And is, that, is this how we give him a story in AW? Something to rail against? Because people will follow him if he becomes like this maniacal figure and he's making money of himself and he's all deluded. People will still cheer him, but it's still a story. It's a fight between Punk and you know, Cody, I guess, or whoever. I think that would work. Punk on punk pills. Pill. Punk, yeah. Pills. Pills. Punk pills. Simon. Yes. Punk pills. So I'll go for... <laughs> so, I'll go, so I'll go for CM Punk. But further down the line, once he's got all the baby-faceness out. Yeah. Yeah. He'll punk pills. That's nice. Also thought about putting Goldberg's face on bad pennies. Because he keeps on coming back. So eventually, people going, Oh, I've got Goldbergs again. You hate Goldberg, yeah. I don't hate him. Okay. Well, maybe a little bit. Uh, good morning, you know, like, you, I'm guessing you were a fan of his in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he, he was, was Jack Hammer. Very Hogan. badly used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, that's what I'm, he can come back. These legends can all come back and have their place, but as like, top of the card. That's why the Ziggler thing was perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's it. As a side attraction, that's fine. As a main course, uh, Nina Danker. Is uh, head of the Euros, Dealer Brown would say. Good morning, podcast team. Good morning. Good morning. Having recently had a promotion at work, fantastic, I find myself having less and less time to consume three hours of wrestling content every week, which has me wondering, why can't the Colorholic Wrestling Podcast go back to being two hours long? That was in couple letters. With this being said, who are the biggest hypocrites in wrestling? Also, <laughs> who are the other biggest hypocrites in wrestling? Oh, I see. That's us. I hope you all take this in jest. And what's been a very turbulent year, you guys have been one of the few constants to help keep me going. Keep up the good work. All the best. Owen from Aberystwyth. 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 The Valleys. I don't know if it's in the Valleys or not. Oh, thank you very much, Owen. We can live like Jack and Sally if we want to. Oh, a bit of Welsh Blink 182 <laughs> there. Is that? Darkness in the Valley. Can't do in the Valleys. Um, the reason the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast is so long is because we stupidly had a section on this wrestling podcast where we chose to review all of the wrestling. That is the sole reason why it's got so long. But do not fear. Who was it? Owen. Owen. Soon it will be shortening to, I'm sure, the disdain of many people who go, why can't it be three hours again? While we have people like Owen who's like, why does it have to be three hours? Uh, Because we're going to start doing the review shows Mm. Not soon, but in not 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 far in not, either. In the not too distant future. In the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't quite show sure know when, but it's coming quite yeah. soon. So this week in wrestling <laughs> section will be changing, and thusly the podcast will be coming shorter. Yeah. It's like the uh, Adam Page title shot. Right. We don't know when it's coming, but it'll be mid length soon. So there's your reason for the podcast being so long. But uh, we did take yes. the chest. Don't worry. 
But I thought no, I'd, I I'd include that question just to 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 get it clear now early on so when it does happen the people who will start crying will be like oh we, we, we've accepted it's happening it was a funny question i, I laughed yeah. i liked it oh, it's, it's hypocritical how we go why is roll three yeah. hours yeah and then we've got a long podcast oh well. yeah oh well i'll live <laughs> uh who are the other biggest hypocrites in wrestling one off the top of my head is drake words go on <laughs> So his political a, speech this week, and he's like, oh, I'm all for medical. Oh, you know how bad it is? You said Drake, and I thought, what, Maverick? What's he done? I think I say, <laughs> someone like, oh, you got fired, and you came back. I'm like, oh, Drake Younger, yes. Drake oh, Younger, Christ. Go on, pal. Medical freedom, but then also we're going to abolish abortions. So how does that match up? It doesn't you? Hypocrite. compute, no. Um, Contradicting yourself. That video you? was really <laughs> weird, man. That video was really weird. He's, he's too, but, it's so uh, upsetting for me to even make fun of him. Because mm. he, yeah, he was he was a CZW boy, wasn't he? Yeah, and anyway, I'll anyway, blah, so blah, blah, blah. Go on, feels Jack. like too much of a serious answer to give that one. Who's the biggest hypocrite in wrestling? I don't know. Let's just say Vince Russo. The elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> he, he claims to hunt the elite, yet he hasn't caught a single one. <laughs> yeah, the elite hunt him. <laughs> yeah. um, surely the elite hunted would be a better name. I'm going to go with Vince McMahon because he's always had this, ever since the steroid trials, which he beat, and the government came at him for the incorrect the trial reasons. of his life. Yeah, trial of his life. He had the neck brakes on for sympathy, which he, you know, he didn't need it. Um, he's always had this victim complex because he's like, I can't believe WCW and Ted Turner would come at me and position their TV program against me. That's shocking. After decades of literally doing everything he could to screw over the NWA and later on WCW, mm. for scheduling shows near them and tours near them and everything else they could do, uh, it was it, every time you. you all those retrospective documentaries at the time with the billionaire Ted segments, like, I'm crying foul here. And he's like, no one feels sorry for you. You're your worst enemy, pal. That's a that's also a serious but good answer. Ted DiBiase. So <laughs> yeah. his, his recent run in NXT. <laughs> Massive hypocrite. Just testing Cameron, was he? Bollocks. Yeah. Oh, we're going like that then. Also, the right to censor, because every time we do the SmackDown podcast, it's got a call. They're hypocrites. They claim to be against violence, but yet they engage in it. <laughs> What's so good? The, I did that before as well. What's that cadence from? Is it a Simpsons joke? You claim to be, huh? obviously, no, no. Oh, yes. Um, you call them steamed hams. Well, they're, they're obviously, obviously grilled. grilled. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And those memes are still Ganon. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe should, somebody should put that on a sign and bring it to an event. Oh. <laughs> and after they finish doing that, they should send in a question, a query, a thought, a veiled insult to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Reese's Hello, Team Cultaholic. Hello. After a weekend full of big returns, Punk, Becky, Brock, etc., it got me thinking about the best returns in wrestling and how they can be done very differently and for different reasons but with that in mind here's a list of returns for you to compare and choose your favorites so here we go fastest fastest brain thirst we'll go jack ross me daniel bryan you are cleared Mm. versus edge's rumble return edge's rumble return edge's rumble return because it was more of a shock wasn't it yeah yeah, Brian's was announced on .com, I think, if memory serves. Yeah, it was out of nowhere. Mm. So weird. The Howdy Boys Mania 33. Oh, I'm already picking up. 
versus Kurt Angle to beat Raw GM after Mania 33. Oh, Hardy boys. 33. Yeah, the, the, the Hardys one. <laughs> one of the biggest, craziest reactions I've ever part of in my life. Crazy. Hulk Hogan WWE return slash NWO debut versus, versus The Rock before Ra- Mania 27. Oh, I see. Right, right. Yeah, The Rock before Mania 27 or Hogan's the oh. return. The Rock before Mania 27, but it didn't end well, but I'm still going to choose The Rock one. For the return itself on yeah, Raw, yeah, yeah, The Rock. Yeah, the NWO's initial return was not very good. Uh, Shawn Michaels' return in 02 versus the Triple H injury return in 02. Oh, well, just because I remember it and I was a big Triple H fan, I'll go for Triple H. I'll go for Triple Even H. Even though it was okay. so overblown. MSG? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> yeah, Triple H. Easy. Battle of the Authorities. The best wrestlers in the world. Oh, I see. Shaman Man 2016 versus Ric Flair Consortium 2001. The Consortium? I can't do his voice. Um, uh, Flair. Got me Flair. I'll go Shane, me, just for noise. Yeah, it was yeah. mental, wasn't yeah, it? It was. Here yes. comes the money. You got a brother love pot. This is before it all went tits up. Yes, it was. <laughs> this is, yeah, this before is. Before the lockbox. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now, nowadays. Before best in the world. When I think of Shane Man, I just think, oh, God. But yeah, it was exciting when he first came back. Yeah. Yeah. Taker is dead man, Mania 20, or Taker, the challenge Brock, 2014. Oh, um, I don't remember the 2014 one off the top of my head. He showed up and kicked uh, it was Brock Les- in the balls, didn't Lesnar he? Lesnar versus uh, Rollins, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Taker interfered, and then we got the sweet, sweet hand cell match. I'm going to go with the entrance at WrestleMania. I'll go for that one because I remember it more. 20, was it? The yeah. one of 20 when it was all. Oh, yeah! yeah. Nah, mm. I like now nah, I like 2014 because Taker was still kind of reasonably, reasonably, reasonably good. He was reasonably good. Simon, Simon. the Simon, reasonably. John Cena Rumble 08 or Seth Rollins Extreme Rules 2016. Oh yeah, that was a good one as well. I don't remember. He that. came back and battered Roman. It was after oh, his knee injury. Oh yeah, he was out for like a year. Yeah, um, but I'll I'll still go for Cena though at the 2008 Rumble. Cena. Cena's one of the best kept secrets in wrestling history. Oh, how they did that? Or yeah. was it a conspiracy? Oh, <laughs> were they covering up drugs, kids? <laughs> I don't know who I saw saying that somewhere, but I did see someone saying it. I somewhere. do. I you just do the James Bond theme, James. Say his name. Yeah. Okay. I like doing that just to make it sound, so you sound more dramatic than it is. <laughs> Goldberg to WWE 2016 versus Bret Hart buries the hatchet 2010. Why would you put Goldberg and Bret Hart together? That's just not very nice. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, Brett. I'm going Billy G, me. Billy G is not my lover. lover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brett buries the hatchet because I don't think it would ever happen. Mm. Brock Lesnar returns to wrestling 2012 versus CM Punk return to wrestling 2021. Oh, man, it's got to be Punk. Punk, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Brock's was massive. Yeah. But Punk's was massiver. Yeah. The, the, the better <laughs> well said. Like, just to. Like, so we're not just totally... Brock's was good. And the bit I like the most is that Cena's being so Cena about it. He's like... Brock just goes, nah. Yeah. Have you? Oh, I've hit the mic. Hat flies off. Yes. But ah. punk, but punk's punk. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed this, lads. Thanks for all the hard work entertaining myself and many others of the past year and a half through these hard times, baby. All <laughs> the best. Lewis from Bogner Regis. Thank you, Lewis. That was a good one. Thank you, Lewis. I like that idea. And if you have any more good ideas, as good as Lewis's or better, nothing worse than Lewis then please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. Big question. <sighs> oh, 
What a lengthy... Oh, blimey. I didn't think it's been as long as I thought it was going to be. No. It was almost Griff, Griff Garrison length. He's a long, lad. really long, long lad. Yeah, long, long lad. But we've made it. Griff Garrison length, but not quite Stacey Keebler length. No. Because that's really long. Ooh, lovely, 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 lovely. <laughs> the big question this week is... Well, I don't say these things. Is it, is it too often? Anyway. Is... <laughs> How good will CM Punk's return match at AW All Out be? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm worried about this. Are you worried? A little bit. Go on. A little bit. I've I, I realized that uh, at the time when CM Punk did the pipe bomb, he was 32. He's pretty young. And now he looks like... He looks great for his age, but have you noticed he looks a bit, like, smaller? It was, you know, we're not seeing him really without his... But his jaw looks sharp. It looks like he's lost weight because he's just older and it's probably hard to maintain as much muscle, right? And he was never the biggest guy anyway. I'm worried that people are going to say he looks crap. It shouldn't matter if he does how he does look, but people will. And I'm worried that maybe the ring rust will be just too rusty, you know? So I'm scared for... I'm scared. And the hype's just massive to live up to as well. What do you reckon? I reckon it's a good choice from Darby, Darby Allen right, because right. He'd, he'd bump off a strong gust of wind. Yeah. So CM Punk's going to like the ultimate warrior making a comeback mm. if anything bad happens or he gets blown up or if he gets out of wrestling, he's just like up to fall out and he'll land on his head or something. So yeah. I think it's a good choice. You're right though. Yeah, get older, probably shape changes. But... Same Punk was never a big guy to begin with, so it's all right. He's not a body guy. Yeah, yeah true, true. So I'm surprised people would be going. You look a bit skinny. He's like, compared to what? And they spoke about when he first signed for the E, how he tried to bulk up and it ruined him. Do you remember right. that in the, in the documentary where he's like, I must just get bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm in WWE now. I need to be bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> and it ruined him. Um, so yeah, and of course you got to remember about MMA and whatnot. Like, you know, you want to be as lean as possible, don't mm-hmm. you, presumably, mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. I know nothing about MMA. Do you know who it was who, t- who told me the thing about, he was like, do you think Punk looks a bit small? It was Jim Bunny, Owen Mawson, actually. Do you think Punk looks a bit small there, Jack? <laughs> I think he looks healthy. He's just like, he's. you can tell. He says he's been, I've watched an interview with him somewhere where he's like, I've just been working out and keeping myself fit. Mm. You can tell he has been. Yeah, true. Considering last time we saw him, he had all the, oh, called the stim packs. Z Z packs. Z packs. Staff infection. Stuff done him and stuff. Yeah. The staff. It's like yeah, that's last, that's that last image of him when he was yeah. very very unhealthy. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. He does look. Yeah, I think you're right. He does look healthy. He's gonna look like Timothy Thatcher. Oh, how good to be! Ah, it looks like it takes off his <laughs> born in Chicago hoodie or whatever. It's like oh, Jim when Chamber came oh. back to wrestle Gargano after his neck. Oh, injury. that was great. And he had about twenty four abs, yeah. and everyone was like, "What the hell?" I'm gonna finally take you on, my partner, in the best shape of his <laughs> life. Ah, <laughs> oh, great. Um, but I don't really, honest. Yeah, I don't really care what he looks like. I'm just worried that because the the discourse online is so toxic now between rabid pro AW and pro WWE fans that AEW yeah. fans who for some reason hate everything else are going to find reasons to trash him. They've been trashing him for taking shots at WWE and everyone's been saying if, they were, if anyone's got the right to take shots at WWE, it's CM Punk. That's just Booker T saying that, man. Oh, was it Booker saying that? Yeah. Oh, oh, when he... You mean Booker oh, T like, hasn't actually watched anything but impact. he's just going to... Yeah. Crapped on WWE. He was in the main event Mafia. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird now because right now I, I, I treat social media as like throwing a grenade. You like you just throw it and just run. Like <sighs> I'm not looking at the replies half the time because it has gotten 
it's been tribalist for a while since AW started. I'm it's surprised. gotten really tribalist. Now it's like they're the tribes that haven't seen, you know, technology in 300 years and yeah. stone spears and planes and stuff. I'm surprised. Because it's, it's hostile as hell. It's weird. Why would I you? I don't get it. I get wanting to, I, I do understand more wanting to like support the underdog and want, and want AEW to grow so that there's competition in wrestling again. There's another big company because it re- leads to better stuff. But I don't understand wanting to be everything must be WWE and suppress everything else. Why, why is that fun? Why is that a fun point of view to have? I don't get it. I, I don't get it. it you're supposed to watch it and enjoy it. I know. I don't get it. You got now else better to talk about, I guess. Mm. Sad, pathetic lives if you're going so heavily one way or the other. I think personally, yeah. It's no, not I'm hard not. to enjoy different wrestling companies. It's not yeah. hard. It really yeah. isn't hard. Sorry, this has become a totally. <laughs> so CM Punk, what I'm do you think, Ross? Perfect opponent, as you were saying, in Derby Alamy, because he will bump and bump and bump and bump and bump some more. And I think Punk will be completely fine because he has been keeping himself in shape. And what's more, I reckon he'll debut some new fancy MMA moves. Mm. Aye, some of that MMA trick. Go on, keep, go on. <clears throat> like Vince McMahon there with a power slurp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon he'll, he'll work some of that fancy MMA stuff he, he learned into his new arsenal. And it was new offensive Arsenal. Yeah. Um, so I reckon it'll, it'll be a good match. It'll be weird though, because obviously Punk hasn't done the wrestling in seven years now. And things have changed even since then. Yeah. For someone at his level. So will he will he go for Canadian destroyers and stuff stuff oh, like that? No. no. That's Ricky Morton's <laughs> gig. Come on, man. I think I can't wait to see how Darby Allen set I can't wait to see Darby Allen crumple from a go to sleep and go. Ugh. And just like, but uh, or take a flip, or as Ross said. thinks, maybe he'll reverse it into a pin. Mm. That'll be huge if Darby beat him. No way. I think you uh, just because I was saying on the tier list thing, just to give away all the spoilers all the time. Uh, Dar- before, I don't know. If, I assume that all obviously all wrestlers know each other, and I don't know if Punk had met Darby in person. But years ago, or I say years ago, a while ago, he was calling Darb Darby Allen Darbs. He had a nickname for him before he presumably knew him properly. That's how much of a fan he was of him. So I was thinking just how much of a fan he is and how much he's been talking about putting over the new guys and building up people to give Darby Allen a big win over CM Punk in Punk's return match and then not have Punk spiral off and be a rebellious arsehole. That's what no. I want to see, Jeff. That's what I want to see. It'll be really ballsy, though, to oh. have Punk lose in his, in his comeback match. Happening. I know, uh, I don't think so. But I think I, I can see the whole holding up his arm afterwards. Like, this guy was really good, though. Well, they're both... He's an old <clears throat> punk. He's a young punk. They'll be like, thanks, great match. All right, hit it. Dur, 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 dur. <laughs> Start skanking. Dur. Come on, Sting. To, oh, okay, wait, guys. It's a Sami Zayn's theme tune. Why is this playing? Oh, whatever. Punk's got SZ on his shoe. Tony Khan bought the rights to it, and though he hasn't noticed yet. What? Yeah, that'll happen. Okay. We'll scar off the pay-per-view. So long, everybody. Jim Ross is there. Yeah. Taz, Taz, Taz just having the time of his life. Yeah. Taz just sat there. Taz's like, I, yeah. I, I've literally been dreaming of this day <laughs> all my life. Do you think Taz is a Scar fan? Probably. I think if you asked him, he'd say yes, but he wouldn't know what that meant. <laughs> Taz is great. What's, what's everyone's beef with Taz? No, no, I, I love him. Yeah. But he's just so positive about things, and he's, he's, but he's still true to himself, which he is. is Taz. He is. Who still thinks and in he his loves, head he loves that he can take on anybody. And he loves, yes, he's he, so confident. He loves the Mets. He loves, he loves the Mets. Loves, loves the Mets, York. baby. Yeah. yeah. Leeds yeah. Met. Me. Leeds the Met. Mets. Yeah. 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 De Montfort. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking rubbish as we have for a while. So let's wrap things up. It's been a very long podcast. Jack, what have you got for us until next week? Um, a tier list with Ross is going out pretty soon. 
uh, myself and Ross, I wouldn't give any spoilies away, but we're doing something spoilies. particularly... Spoilies. We're doing something <laughs> particularly YouTube-y this afternoon. Oh, it's going to be a good video. Ooh. Is it eating McDonald's again? No. no. Um, but it is mouth-related. That's right, everybody. <laughs> Me and Jack will be necking on yeah, for 20 doing... minutes. That'll be the video. <laughs> <laughs> That's you slightly off-cut off center. Nah, it's a, it's a, I'm, I'm, I'm heading into this thing thinking it's jackass-worthy because whatever we're doing, I don't particularly deal well with it. So the fact I've, I've signed up for this, it's a bit like jackass. I can't believe Ross has signed up for it. Mm. I'm a bit nervous too. Like, oh. But we'll see how it but goes. But it'll be fun. It'll be half an hour of fun. It's not going to be fun. Like, but oh. fun for the viewers. Uh, also Twitch with Owen every Wednesday at 6pm. Uh, football manager, up the fabes. Come on. Up the fabes. Up the fabes. Uh, what about you, Ross? I should clarify, we don't know when that video is going live. Yeah. We're shooting it this afternoon, but we yeah. don't know when it's going live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tier list. Um, that's it. Switch on Wednesdays at, uh, at 1 p.m. BST, uh, doing the FIFA. Uh, also, watch the punishment video, please, because I'm gutted by the views that's done. Gutted oh, it'll by pick up. it'll pick up. I hope, I hope it picks up. It'll be a, a damn shame if we have to cancel something else because not many people watch it. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. It'd be a damn shame. Imagine going out with an anime pillow. And I know. People are watching it. Yeah. We have to make them do it again. <laughs> Keep so on please, doing it till the hits come up. Please watch it. So it's financially uh, viable. And it's not something else we have to can. It breaks uh, me bloody heart. I'm sorry, Ross. That's the realism of having a business. I think people like you guys too much. So sometimes the, Maybe like something nice happens to the winner. Mm. Something nice. Mm. People enjoy watching well, that. that. That's something nice. Oh, you won the predictions game. I, so you get I, a massage. I won the NXT prediction. So I am getting a prize, which will be revealed at the start of the All Out predictions <sighs> video. What yeah. a great idea. So I don't know who, what the prize is. I don't know who sorted out, but someone's getting me a prize because I won. God damn it. And we didn't want to do two punishments back to back. So we're like, oh, well, the winner will get a prize for this one. So I was like, oh. yes, I've won. I've got a prize. Thank you, Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> and Matthew, what have you got in the pipeline? I have no punishments or rewards because that's not my game. Mine will be Twitch, 6 p.m. BST, Saturday. Let's go out to my mate's barbecue, but because I've nagged me angle, might as well sit on it Aww. and uh, play some games with some of the lovely, lovely Cultaholic regulars who bother me and bring up what they liked and disliked about the podcast. It's great. It's instant, instant customer feedback. It's so uh, amazing. I watched uh, a clip of your reaction to my rap on Twitch, and it felt very meta. You watched the reaction of someone showed oh. me you oh, someone showed that? to my yeah yeah oh. um, it was very oh, nice. Some thank of the things these people clip out. Uh, it was complimentary, so thank you. I had this this week with Andrew's girlfriend, who was in his Twitch <laughs> chat going <laughs> boo <laughs> boo Ross. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, what I sent a screen cap to Andrew saying I oh. see everything. It's getting it's getting it's intergalactic beef. Girlfriends are getting involved. She right, wants to have an intergender tag right. team match against me and Kayla. You know how to find me. Joanna. He's mentioned my name. Mentioned a government name. And, and we know that American wrestlers hate that sort of thing. You've mentioned my wife's name. Keep her out of keep her out of your mouth. Yes. Joanne. Oh, he's done it again. Yeah. I'm but so glad they've Don't be like Ross. Don't put people's names in your mouths. Put them on your keyboard and go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic or mailbackaholic.com. And who produced this week's podcast, Matthew? Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, I have them right here. I have, don't have them memorized because that would be weird. Um, they are the lovely people on Patreon. Where's my Slack app gone? There it is. Who donate to be a producer. 
Come on, phone, don't tell me that. 27%. Um, we love them so much that we have to endorse them. Load, damn you. Um, is it not loaded yet? It, it's taking forever. They are, of course, the unforgettable Mark Leslie, Reno2200, and Noah Anderson. Wait for it. Anderson. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much. If you want to be a podcast producer and get podcast producer credits, that's right. That's the right thing. Like those people there, you can go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic, find the right tier. I'm not sure which one it is. Sign up for that tier, and then he'll try and read your name. Just like that. Try and read your name. That's right. I did. (laughs) Did my very best. But now, at the lengthy end of that lengthy podcast, it's time for us to say goodbye. And look at the screen and the count of three. Do that very famous catchphrase that we all know and love, which is, of course, one, two, three. Do yeah. the drop. What do, do droplets. the drop? What do, do droplets? Do the drop. Yeah. yeah. I'm an elite hunter. Yeah. Droplets. Do what the do droplets? Drop. Yeah, yeah. Do the. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts.